News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. As gas prices continue to surge, rising almost every day for the past couple of weeks, OPEC and its allies, including Russia, are talking about cutting back oil output. That could fuel an even sharper rise in prices at the pump. Gas prices are up about two and a half cents since yesterday. AAA's national average now at 3.83 per gallon. There is no talk about President Biden tapping the Strategic Petroleum Reserve again. The reserve, created for use during national emergencies like war, is already at its lowest level in decades. On Monday, he visited storm-ravaged Puerto Rico. Later today, President Biden heads to Florida to check out the hurricane damage there. High water rescues continue in the flood zone. Johnny Lauder had to rescue his 86-year-old wheelchair-bound mother stuck in her flooded Naples home. Terror and relief at the same time. Lee County Sheriff Carmine Marcino says the destruction immense. First responders going door-to-door checking for people. We can rebuild a home. We can get another boat. But when you lose a loved one, there's just no words that can describe how we feel for that family. Animals also being rescued, including 275 parrots from a Pine Island sanctuary. Owner Will Paratino says if you're an animal lover, you don't think about yourself first. Just protecting the animals. And they all rode out the hurricane together. Well, they're family. I'm Julie Walker. Russian President Putin has signed laws formalizing his land grab in Ukraine, even as Russian troops struggle to hold on to the four regions that Putin stole from the Ukrainians, many of whom voted at gunpoint to join the Russian Federation. Stocks deep in the red this morning on Wall Street so far. Right now, the Dow is down about 307 points. The S&P is off 48. More on these stories, townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of Trust Link Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. A missile misfire during a military exercise in South Korea adds to an already tense situation on the Korean Peninsula. A South Korean ballistic missile malfunctioned and fell on land during a live fire drill with the United States. The sound of the blast and subsequent fire triggered panic among residents in the coastal city. They feared an attack from increasingly hostile North Korea. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff said no one was hurt in the accident. The military acknowledged the accident hours after Internet users posted videos showing an orange ball of flames emerging from an area they described as near an Air Force base. I'm Norman Hall. Iran has summoned the British ambassador again for what it says were provocative statements made by London over Tehran's crackdown on widespread protests. Iranian authorities summoned Simon Shirkliff for the second time in less than 10 days. News and analysis at townhall.com.
Guess what? More rain today. Yippee. Cloudy skies with rain on and off throughout the day today. It'll be breezy with highs in the upper 50s. Tonight, rain tapers to scattered showers ending around 10 p.m., then just mostly cloudy. Overnight low about 48. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, milder, highs in the low 70s. How about that? Friday, partly sunny, slight chance for an afternoon shower, mild becoming breezy, highs in the low 70s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Wednesday. Now, most of the rain has moved up to the north. There's some in uh, Montville and East Lyme, but we'll get more, don't worry. 54 in Norwich, 57 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. Vice President Kamala Harris going to be in New Britain today for a roundtable discussion on abortion and reproductive rights. Also planning to participate in that talk, Governor Ned Lamont, 5th District Congresswoman Johanna Hayes, and the National President of Planned Parenthood. That event is being held at Central Connecticut State University. It's not open to the public. Harris has not announced plans to attend any other events during her brief uh, Connecticut visit today. Norwich City Manager John Salomon making a couple of appointments. He's tapped uh, Catherine Mild, the uh, program coordinator at Youth and Family Services as the new Human Services Director. And Sydney Phelps, Community Caseworker at Human Services, will start as Community Development Director on October the 24th. Alex Jones claims that trial that's focusing on him up in Waterbury isn't a trial at all. A jury is considering how much the controversial Internet host and conspiracy theorist should have to pay for his repeated claims that the Sandy Hook school massacre was a hoax. Speaking outside the courthouse in Waterbury yesterday, Jones said he didn't kill the kids who died in that school shooting. He added he's considering pleading the Fifth Amendment when he testifies today. That's if he's called at all. Rain today, breezy, 60 degrees, 54 in Norwich, 10.06 your time. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. And here's the pitch. Steep, deep, 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 deep. Home run. Yeah, great stuff, huh? You know, I'm so mad at myself. I totally missed that last night. I watched the, some of the first game. I'll tell you a little bit about uh, some things that uh, folks may not know about. How much I tangle my earphones. Don't choke just yourself. Just hang in there, boys and girls. We'll Don't get into choke some yourself. Don't hurt yourself. About the 60-second home run by Aaron Judge. And I missed little, it, and I'm uh, mad. Munchkin every night that... Jeez, what is it, tied in knots over there? Phones. What are you doing? Hey, the, we're all set. The Boy Scouts get a hold of that and tied in like, knots. these crazy knots? Tied in knots, really. Took forever. My goodness. I'm mad at myself. I missed the Aaron Judge home run. I missed it, too. I was like, I missed ah. it too. I watched some of the first game, and I'm like, hey, you didn't do it there, and I kind of forgot about the second game. I was like, ah. So the first guy... Uh, Attempted to, you know, almost killed himself, attempted to get the ball. Yeah, he fell, didn't he? And he fell, but he's okay. Yeah. Okay. Then they escorted him out. And uh, the uh, the other guy had a nice glove and relaxed, and the ball just kind of went right fell into right the in glove. There, right. Fell right. in the glove. Okay. There has been a, uh, one of the auction houses has already offered $2 million for the ball. And what's he going to do? I don't know. I, last I heard, he didn't know. He didn't he wasn't, know. Right. He was hadn't too, thought about it. Too soon to know, you know, make yeah. your head dizzy. Certainly, I uh, I would sell the ball. I'm not going to just keep it in. Oh, it's in my uh, basement. What about giving it back to Judge? 
that's the right thing to do. Well, if Judge was a poor guy, I might do it. But, I mean, the guy's making $40 million a year. Come on. So yeah. what? I don't know. Would you give it back to him? I don't know. I'd like to think I would, but mm-hmm. $2 million bucks? Uh, That's uh, hard to say no to, you know? What if he said, I'll take you to lunch? <laughs> mm. No. Mm, yeah, a little more than that. First of all, it's not worth $2 million because the ball's used. It's a used ball, right? It's no. not brand new. No. Probably has a little dent in it. It's got dirt on it. Probably. Dirt on it. That's all right. That's That's what you want. Oh, okay. I thought, well, you know, I'd, if I wanted a baseball, I'd want it brand no, new. But, no, no, you know, no, 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 no. And it wouldn't have been the home runs. So, um, I don't know. should be in the Hall of Fame, I guess. Yeah, probably. That's probably you know, where it should be. Baseball Hall of Fame, you know. Yeah, would Aaron Judge keep it himself or give it to the Hall of Fame? Well, these are, these are things curious minds want to know. Yeah, we want to know. This is a big story. We want answers. This is a legitimate 62 home runs without any... Uh, Stuff. No roids. No, no roids. Nothing. Yeah, this is the major league record in my book. Judge's head didn't swell up like a beach ball and uh, look no. like Popeye arms. He was already big. He's already big. He was born big. You see his dad in the stands. That's where he get his dad is humongous. He's a big guy too, huh? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there it is. I'd like to think I'd give it to Judge, but. Two million dollars. I I would feel stupid if I gave that away for nothing. No, of course, of course not. And I don't think Judge would expect that. I think I read something where he doesn't expect that guy to give it back to him. No, no. And he wouldn't blame him. I think that's what the basic quote was. I mean, if he was very magnanimous, he was a poor guy just up from the minors. But then, of course, the ball wouldn't be worth anything anyway. But if it was a yes, 60 it second home run, it doesn't matter he broke if Mickey the record. Mouse broke yeah, the that's record. True, that's be, true. It would be worth money. Yeah. Well, I don't know. In that case, I would only charge a million. <laughs> if it was some hack we didn't know. Hey, let's face it. When the uh, this auction house buys the ball for $2 million, if they sell it, they're going to get a lot more than that. Well, that's the idea, yeah. They think it's an investment. It's going to mature over time. I mean, good grief. I mean, Mickey Mantle cards are selling for, like, crazy. and Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm glad for Judge. Now, um, maybe they can rest him the best of the uh, the rest of the season, so he'll be all right for the playoffs, or uh, maybe he'll go for 63 and 64. He's going to sit out today, I would think. Tonight. They're not going to play him. He's tired. Yeah, what if he got injured? Stressful. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's a lot of pressure. I doubt we'll see Judge in the lineup today. You want to bet? <laughs> no, I'll I don't. bet you $2 million. I have an old baseball in the house that I used to play with my kid. You know what that's worth? No. <laughs> 39 cents? No, that's probably worth more than that. Is it in good shape? That's all right. Is it a Wa- Rawlings? Balding? What is it? Uh, I forget. I mean, I've got a little thing down in the cellar with the baseball bats that uh, my dad and I used to uh-huh. use when we when I was a kid, and then a, a glove, an old glove. I just can't part with it. And when the bat broke, my dad would fix it by putting nails in the bat, and it still worked really good. Yeah? Yeah. We called it the club. The club. It was a big, big... Uh-huh. Good memories. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could get 500000 for it. Mm, a lot of balls were hit, a lot of balls were hit with that. You're bat. famous, but you're not that famous. Okay, all right. And you didn't play baseball, as far as 
of any great I was in the Little League. I was in the Mattapan Little League. Yeah? Yep. Never, never uh, got a hit. You played Little League and never got a hit? That's correct. How many years did you play? One year. They didn't extend my contract. <laughs> they waived you? This this is a true story. We had an exhibition game before the regular season. Okay. And I was four for four, and I oh, hit wow. balls all over the place. They thought you were going to be really good. And the manager was literally drooling and oh. put, me, put me in his cleanup. Oh, of course. He's a good manager. Yeah. Look at this guy. Stud. Then I faced some really tough pitching. And you went O for the season? O for the season, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. O for the season. I have to admit, my first two years of Little League, I did not get a hit either. I was on a really, really good team, so I didn't get a whole lot of playing time. But I made All-Stars my 11-year-old and 12-year-old uh, seasons, and we won the World Series. Oh, you did. You so really I, caught on. I, I, you I caught really caught on. on. Yeah. I, uh, my biggest thrill was catching a ball in right field to end the game. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. My it. last at-bat in Little League was a home run. Of course, it really wasn't that important of a catch because I think we were leading 8 to nothing. Yeah, that's why you were out there probably. But it did end the game. There you go. I was the right fielder. Did you close your eyes and just kind of ha- hold your arm up so there? I was so excited my dad was in the uh, in the audience. Did he bet on your Little League games? He was a No, he gambler, bet on everything. Right? Yeah. I, he never told me exactly how much he bet, <laughs> but uh, he was betting with some of the 12-year-old kids. And the, hey, I bet Stu strikes out. What do you want to bet? Oh, I was hoping for a walk. <laughs> you, know? you just want to get plunked. We had a, one pitcher on the other team, I remember, was throwing it so hard. Yeah. Everybody was shivering when they went up to the plate. He was one of these big little leaguers. Yeah. I think he was really... We, we had those, yeah. Could have been 40 years old for yeah, all we knew. Yeah, he was probably in the majors. Zoom, wham, bam, and I'm standing there. and Yeah. I want to get a walk. <laughs> Please don't kill me. And I did have three balls, but it didn't work out. And then he got you. Got me, eventually. I remember the coach argued the uh, third strike. He was a nice oh, man. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, that was good. He was... He was he was uh, defending you. He was, yeah. He was hoping that I would get on base to see what it was like. Did you ever lay a bat on him? I mean, did you actually hit the ball ever, or was it always strikeouts and walks? I don't think I hit the ball. You don't even think you put it in play? I, I don't think I. Uh, wow. I don't remember fouling the ball during this exhibition game before the season when you went four for four. Were they throwing underhanded? <laughs> no, they were throwing regular. I had three doubles and a single. Well, how do you drop off that badly? I don't know. I used to go in these slumps. And then I sometimes I would... Slump? <laughs> Slump? <laughs> well, I know it wasn't going to be Babe Ruth or anything like that. No. No, but... but four it's... for four gets the manager excited. And, and then one time... How long did it take for him to bench you? After... No, he stuck with me the whole year. He stuck with you the whole... No, wow. We were, we were the Mattapan Cubs, and we uh, didn't Stunk. do very well. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, also, uh... Not that it mattered. My manager was a drinker. <laughs> Did he bring beer to the games? Like, like uh, I, I think he was like sauce. butter maker in the bad news. Uh, you know, I used to think maybe I drove him to drink. I don't know, but one time I saw him uh, <laughs> not on the field, but staggering out of a bar. Nice. He didn't recognize. He me. didn't recognize. Hey, no. hey. Or maybe he wanted hey, to ignore hey. me. He probably. Oh no. There's, yeah. there's Possibly. Did he clean pools? I don't know what he did. No. You know, but he just uh, he offered to be a manager that year, and uh, I don't think he <laughs> came back the next year. He didn't extend his contract either. Yeah, he was managing a liquor store after that. <laughs> hey, I'm honest with you. I don't think I fouled the ball. Was like, you don't even think you hit a foul ball? No, I don't think I fouled the ball. Holy smoke. It's almost league. impossible. 
I didn't play yeah. t-ball. That's when you put the thing right on and you hit the ball. But We didn't even have t-ball when I was a kid. It it was, it no was no t-ball? If you weren't good enough to make major leagues, you played minor league, which I didn't do. I, I was, played softball for the WICH team. Did you get a hit then? Um, I think I got a hit. I mean, I could hit the softball, but... Yeah, it's underhand. Yeah, but some of those and it's people, a huge ball. Yeah, it's a huge ball. If I didn't do that, I would go to the beach ball competition. <laughs> See how that goes. All right, so my eye and hand coordination is not fantastic. That's why Apparently not. Through the years, I've bumped my nose on the microphone here. So, <laughs> But wiffle ball was my game. I liked wiffle ball. Well, wiffle ball is not easy. I mean, that thing just no, spins and I curves know. and well, floats know, and know. dives. And well, the the girls were not able to throw a good curveball, so <laughs> <laughs> played against the girls. Yeah, sometimes you know we uh, we let every gender play wiffle ball with us. You know, Crystal upstairs in our sales department. Yeah, she has a wiffle ball party. Would no you kidding. would you go to a wiffle ball party now if you were invited? Absolutely, I'll get, I'll get you invited to Crystal's wiffle ball. Does party she have a, next summer. a good field for it with a fence? Looks like it? I saw some pictures. It looked like it. Yeah. I would go for that. All right, can I'll I get bring, you on the list? Can I bring my fat bat? That big red thing, those kind. Yeah, yeah. you can bring whatever. Does it you have want. to be an official bat? It doesn't have to be a nanner bat. I don't think. Okay. Remember those nanner bats? Those yellow, big yellow, looks like nanners. Oh, yeah. Bananas. I went through a lot of uh, wiffle ball bats through a season, that's for sure. Well, it's nice sharing. It's nice to know that you didn't get a hit in the Little League e- either, and you are a First great... First two years, then I was an all-star. You Let's are not forget. Great... Let's tell, tell right, the whole story I know, here. but I was just starting out. I mean, if I went another season, I may have fouled one. <laughs> you might have. Right? Might have, yeah. I mean, I wasn't an athlete. I just was so excited when I got athlete's foot in gym. <laughs> I figured that's a start anyway. How'd you get that? I don't know. You know, those gyms were a little dirty in high school. A little. Mm. So that they was were it. cesspools. That's what they were. <laughs> there you go. All right, buddy. I'll uh, tell Crystal I'm on the team. All right. But don't tell her what my background is. I, I want won't. somebody I'll, to. I'll, I'll, I'll talk you up. Somebody to pick me. All I'll, right. I'll talk you up. Thanks. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome to the program at WICH. Congratulations to Aaron Judge. I was rooting for him. Even though he's with the Yankees, hit a 60-second home run last night. And we're happy for him. Welcome to the program. Good morning to you. Hi, am I caller number 62? You're caller number 62, and I caught your call. You caught my call. That's a good call. I like it. Thank you. I like it. They give out a prize for caller 62. How many calls do you get a day? Oh, I don't know. I don't usually count them, but, uh, you know, this is uh, my first call about 62, so I'll try to find a tape for it and put it in the Radio Hall of Fame. There you go. Mm -hmm. So who has this? I, I guess I don't follow things well enough. Who has this baseball that he hit? Who currently has possession of it? A young man who caught it in the stands and. Uh, oh, okay, that's kind of what I thought you were getting. We at. haven't heard. Uh, right. We haven't heard yeah. what he's going to do with the ball, but I would certainly uh, sell it to this uh, auction club for six, uh, two million dollars. Well, I'd make him pay four million and then give the money to charity. Give it to the folks in Florida. Or well, something. you could do that. Sure. I, yeah, yeah. Who knows what nice he's going to do? Could be a poor yeah. guy. 
Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if the ball's dirty or has a dent in it. All the better, you know. That way you know it's the real thing. No, I was just kidding. Now, if Judge signed it, ooh, then it ooh. would be worth eight million. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Hey, they may fight over the ball, and they'll have to bring it before a judge. Who knows? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I was going to say, and I thought, well, okay, I can... No offense, but now we don't have to hear about this anymore. But no, it's going to go on and on, and then... And then Judge is going to sell his shoes that he was wearing, you know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. The bat, sure. Yeah. The bat, everything. The, uh, the, the toothpaste that he used that morning, you know, yesterday morning. He is a um, free agent at the end of the season. That means that people yes, will be bidding. Saying that. That's yeah. going to be interesting. So uh, I wonder, you, you think the Red Sox are going to try and get him? I truly don't think they can afford him. The, the richest um, major league team is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, and they yeah. really dish out the dough, really, really. Yeah, yeah, because it would it would be a whoever gets him, it'll be a wise investment, right? Well, they he'll want a ten year deal. He's thirty one now. He'd be forty one, and uh, he wants, I think, something like forty five million a year. That's all, and he's making forty now. I think he's making about forty now. Yes. Well, that's cheap then. Forty five. Oh gosh. Can you imagine? Why don't you let you hire? Hey, hire him as a, as a sportscaster at WICH. Mm, wonder what that goes go. for these days. You know, $45 million a year. You, you guys could afford it. What would Mickey Mantle think and Ted Williams uh, and uh, all the other great ball players who are barely making 20000 Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Well, you know, a dollar's worth a lot more than a dollar now or something like that. I guess that. so, but My- the disparity between $45 million and maybe 50000 is... Wow! Yeah, um, my I was wondering why you. How come kickball isn't a thing anymore? Uh, we played we played that in gym championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was fun. It was fun because I was kick. able to kick it. Yeah, I uh, yeah I was better at that. I could see the ball better than the one that came flying ninety five miles an hour. Yeah, when I when I had a little eyesight, so I used to like kickball, but I never really did anything uh, in in uh, high school sports or anything except. I did manage the tennis team. Oh, really? Good for you. Was and that it was your... my job to bring the, the Coke and the donuts. Was that we your racket? That was, your, that was your racket, huh? Okay. I was very popular. Yeah. Oh, here <laughs> comes Kevin with the Coke and the donuts or Pepsi or whatever it was. I'm not sure. That's when Coke was really a Coke, yes. But then I'd sit there on the bench and I'd eat all the donuts, so that didn't work out too well. <laughs> but One that the, was uh... my, uh, that's Kevin's Hall of Fame. So, uh... Johnny, who I used to work with, used to always say that um, he got injured playing football. He fell off the bench, <laughs> which I thought was a good line. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm. Well, let's see. Let's talk for another couple of minutes and drive uh, Larry crazy. He can dial. We'll, we'll break his dialing finger. What do you want to talk about? Well, I think we've covered a lot of bases here. We've covered it all, haven't we? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> we'll have a good show. Sue. Thank you, buddy. See ya. See ya. Hi. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. How you doing? All right, sir. I'm contemplating on whether or not I should turn the furnace on or not. Well, it's going to get warmer tomorrow. Right now it's 55 degrees out there. It's up to you. I think I'll keep mine down today. Okay, I'll hold off. I'll take your advice. Okay. <laughs> Wear a coat. Hey, hey, Stu, did you happen to watch Tucker Carlson last night? Yeah, I wish everybody did, sir. Uh, they would know what really is going on in our country. and uh, It's heartbreaking. And Isn't that lo- sick? 
a lot of people will not know the truth about these things because you you say the word Fox News to them and they immediately say that, oh, they don't tell the truth. But this was awful. It's all about the Biden, Hunter Biden deal with his dad, Joe Biden, and the brother and uh, all of the terrible things that were done. And there's proof about it, but they won't know about it. Doesn't that make you stomach turn? Isn't that sick? Makes me sick because the FBI was so very much involved with it, so it leaves us to who can you trust anymore. Right. The FBI is protecting him, and he's protecting his son. And it could have made the difference in the election. I don't know. It could have. It was kind of late, and the election was coming up soon, but... It was covered up by the FBI. It was covered up by uh, all the media except for Fox News and maybe a couple of others. And people would have known uh, how disgusting the whole situation was. Right. And I don't care what people think of Joe Biden or uh, voted for Joe Biden, but uh, that man is a cheat, that man is a crook, and that man is a liar. Well, to be honest with you, and people are welcome with their opinion, uh, I think he makes uh, Donald Trump look like Peter Pan with the things that they did. <laughs> really? I'm serious. Yeah, you're tr- it's true. It's true, you know? Yeah. And one other thing. Did you hear about the carjacking up in Hartford? Uh, no. All right. Well, this, this man is a hero in my eyes. These two thugs tried to hijack, uh, carjack uh, this automobile with the, with the gentleman sitting in it. The man pulled out a gun, and they let the two of them have it. One of them was wounded, and the other one was killed. That man's a hero. Well, the, I, I certainly wouldn't charge him in it with anything, but uh, he probably will have to face uh, charges. I hope not, but, uh, you know, like I said, in my eyes, that man's a hero. Well, all right, I'm going to go over and look at the thermostat and debate whether or not I should turn it up. So have yourself a good day. Thanks. Take care of yourself. Tomorrow it's going to be in the 70s, uh, so I'd like to give you a little good news. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. I have been following the years-long story that involves the town of Preston, Mohegan's son, and what's to be done about the former Norwich State Hospital property. And I have an important question for Preston Town folk. Sure. On this Thursday, October 6th, are you going to vote yes or no to give away over 390 acres and at least $2 million to Mohegan Sun? That's what you're supposed to vote on in this new amendment going to hand all that over to an international gaming enterprise for free? Well, before you go, there's some facts you need to know and remember, folks. Number one, most of the old buildings of the hospital are gone now, but a while back, the state of Connecticut ran a mental hospital there and paid into the Preston Treasury around 785000 a year in taxes as compensation. Number two, In the 1990s, the state closed the hospital, left everything as is, and put the property up for sale for the cost of a dollar. Number three, at the time, first selectman Robert Congdon took the option to buy the place for that dollar and lost $785,000 compensation. Preston had to pay for liability insurance and for security. Number four, in one-on-one sessions talking to an expensive land lawyer, Mr. Congdon racked up a legal bill for over $900,000, so private he didn't tell the town finance board. 
So Mr. Congdon made the taxpayers pick up his tab. Number five, the Mohegan tribe once made an offer for the property, but Mr. Congdon said no. Number six, soon the Preston Redevelopment Agency is formed, and Sean Nugent, Mr. Congdon are members since the land was bought in 2009. Number seven, the PRA requests money to tear down the old buildings, millions from the town in matching funds, and Mohegan tribal people are on PRA board. While still first selectman, Mr. Congdon becomes PRA treasurer, orders Preston taxpayers to take out an $8 million loan for property demo and cleanup. The town's mill rate rises. Number eight, the PRA's Sean Nugent once paid a property consultant $32,000 for one lunch to say, named the 390 acres Riverwalk. The point is, the town's taxpayers have invested millions in that property. Mohegan Sun, nothing. Now it seems Bob Congdon and Sean Nugent, along with tribal friends, want Preston to eat all the costs and mill rate hikes so they can just give it all away. Is that fair? My opinion, vote no on the amendment. Go after a better deal and get Mohegan Sun to pay Preston back. Nothing in life is free. Thank you. And if Governor Lamont can renegotiate about the uh, oral school, then so can Preston. I thank you for your time. You're welcome. Some of the things that were just mentioned, if you have different opinions on them, please call. Or this, you agree, 889-5252. Stu Breyer with you. Maybe we'll get to 60 degrees today if I juice up the thermometer. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Um, you know... As far as the mental hospitals go, John Rowland closed them all because they had um, medications, new medications that he thought would take care of them. So he closed them. But certainly, that's not a good reason. I mean, people no, that no, left it the hospital. That was the main reason that they closed all of them. And and um, he he did a bad thing when he did that because they put the people out in the street and well, they were not well people. Well, many of them, uh, not many, but some of them certainly uh, had to have their medication and did not right, use right, it. Right, right, so, and uh, they and they didn't take it. Mm-hmm. They didn't take it because they needed to be in an institution where they had nurses and doctors, and they would see to it that they got their medication. So I blame John Rowland for all this mess. Okay, well. <laughs> yes, I do. He didn't have to close them, but he, he wanted to. So he, I blame him. Well, I wish the facility was still there because yes, uh, more too. than ever it seems like we need it. You, we do need it. Mm-hmm. We need them in uh, uh, Fairfield Hospital, too. There are people that need to be in a hospital until they're uh, deemed to be well. You know, a lot of people need to get help, and it's not available to some no, people. We not. do have organizations that are there to yeah, help there people. there are organizations, but they're not like 24-hour care. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
uh, every time I hear anybody complain about it, I just say, John Rowland, think of him. He's he's the guilty one. All right. Thanks for your opinion on that. Okay. <laughs> See you later. Yep. All right. WICH weather is we could get some rain. Remember when we were going through a drought? Not anymore. Cloudy skies with rain, breezy 60. Rain tapers off to scattered showers ending around 10 p.m. tonight. Thursday, sunny and beautiful 72. Friday, sunny and 73. There. We'll get to another call in a moment. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. Fox News Commentary. Are gas prices Joe's doing or not? The White House just can't seem to give us a straight answer. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. The dollar is in grave danger as Russia and China recruit more nations into their anti-dollar alliance known as BRICS. If this continues, how much longer until the dollar is worthless? Stephen K. Bannon here. I urge you to get Birch Gold's free info kit on sheltering your savings with a gold IRA. To get your free copy, text the word SHELTER to 989898. With inflation continuing to explode, it's critical you take action today. Text SHELTER to 989898 right now. All blimp in time over the late summer, gas prices went down a little bit, and President Joe not only bragged about it, but took credit. Well, gas prices are going up again. You're not surprised. I'm not surprised. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre is not surprised. But when asked by Fox News' Peter Ducey if Joe would be taking credit, Cat sure did seem to have her by the tongue. Her response was a non-response. She said, and I quote, It's a lot more nuanced than that, Peter. And by nuance, what she meant was, you're about to hear the same old excuses. The pandemic, Putin's war, yada, yada, yada. But wait, Putin's war was on in August. The never-ending pandemic was supposedly still a concern in August, but yet in August Joe took credit for prices going down. So which is it? Is he responsible or not? Or did gas prices only go down in August because Biden tapped into our strategic reserves, leaving them at the lowest level since 1984? Bingo! There you have it. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Stu Bryan with you, fighting allergies like everybody else. Let's get back to our lines. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, sir. In response to that last call, is a call. Uh, uh, the, the main reason why John Rowan uh, shut down the state hospitals, it was a vendetta against all state employees 
when he first ran for uh, governor, he had made mention that he was going to make massive cuts in the uh, Connecticut state employee unions all around the state. And what the state employees did was they took out massive ads in newspapers and pleaded with their relatives and their friends to vote against John Rowland for governor, in which the first time he ran, he lost. But then when he made it, he came in and he closed all the hospitals, but it was a vendetta against all Connecticut state employees. Um, the guy was a crook. Uh, he should have never been uh, elected governor of the state, and he was bad for the state all around. That's all I have to say. Thank you. All right. John Rowland is not having a good day on our program here. And welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Yes, sir. Hi there, Boston Benny. Hi. How Hi. are you today? I got a few allergies, but so does everybody else. What's up today? What's up for Wednesday? Okay. Two things are on my mind. One is a story that Marty read this morning on the news pertaining to a woman in Texas who went out trick-or-treating at around 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And Marty thought, at least he said he thought perhaps she was under the influence with, you know, influence of alcohol. She must have been under something. I don't know. Well, why would I bring up that story again? It's, it's, It's because I guess there's so much to consider in the news these days in a story like that in another state I mean if, I like that I, I should ask Marty you know I know there's interest in stories like that because they're kind of novelties but the other story is the one you, that your caller mentioned this morning about um, in Hartford a potential carjacking mm-hmm. and um, I'm trying to figure things out uh, Father Stu pertaining to violence in our country so I, I don't like to criticize your callers because I'm I sh- could be criticized myself because I, I don't always have get things you know right but if someone is Life is taken as a result of a carjacking. I mean, I, you know, that's something I, I think that needs to be thought out because your, your caller thought that the person who used his uh, weapon and killed the, the, one of the car carjackers, it was two of them, he thought that he was a hero. And, you know, I understand people initially have thoughts, I do too, and you know, I think about them, try to think it through and say, well, you know, maybe I need to reconsider what I, I initially thought, because I think life is very valuable, and I think, you know, we have to try to figure out how we can have a, a peaceful environment in our country. So that's that's what I wanted to say. No, that's I understand, and and there's going to be a lot more about that story for sure. 
because they yeah, say, we need well, to unless... find out more about it. You what, know, maybe uh, the, the man thought his life was in jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. well, that's the key. You so. just said it. If When you think your life is in jeopardy, then you have a right to protect yourself. Now, what right. they're going to say probably is his life was not in jeopardy. Should have just given him the car. People are so then, frustrated. You know, people that hear that story or, you know, maybe considering doing something like that, you know, doing something of breaking the law or taking people's property, they, they have to think about what it, the consequences know, could be at risk. And if it is, they should say, hey, stay away from criminal activity. I don't know if the carjackers had guns or they threatened the guy in certain ways. Yeah. We have to know more about that. Yeah, I think so, too. Mm. Okay, Stu, have a nice day. Thank you. Carjacking is an epidemic. It's a horrible thing. It terrifies people because you never know what the carjackers are going to do. And then, of course, the uh, sentencing for carjackers is uh, a slap on the wrist in many cities. People are frustrated. WYCHY, welcome. Yes, hi, Stu. Hi there. Yeah, and and as long as that border is open, no one's going to be safe. And you know what the Bidens are run, uh, Biden and Harris are running on? Abortion. And um, they think it's a big deal. The, the Democrat Party thinks it's a big deal to have well, they're running on abortion, abortion because on, on, on the border. Well, they're states. doing it because there's a percentage of the population that will vote because of that issue. So and, and so when you get somebody who's definitely a Democrat saying life is um, precious, well, apparently babies life even up until they're nine uh, nine months and out of the womb are not precious in the Democrat Party's eyes. And that is a fact because it is the Democrat governors like Gavin Newsom that are, that are um, you know, riding on that fact that they think they're going to get voted in again because, well, I guess he already got in, but, you know, <clears throat> but that <clears throat> wasn't one of the things <clears throat> that bothered me I started thinking about that marijuana stuff, you know, because I talked about it yesterday because they put a warning in the paper. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? When you put one of those dispensaries, this is recreational junk. When you put one of them in an area which stupidly Preston okayed it, and touche to the caller before, because, yeah, the mill rate was 21 in 2010, and then it went up to almost 27 because of paying for loans to clean the dumb property up. But anyway, um, so I hope people vote no tomorrow. Um, but the dispensaries, think. What I was picturing maybe like that area down where Preston Dury used to be. I think it's a, I don't know, smoke shop or something. What if they put one there? I could actually picture... The um, Hell's Angels going there and just filling that parking lot with their motorcycles and walking in and getting their little stash and coming on out. Listen, uh, you know, people like to smoke marijuana. They do, and it doesn't matter, you know, Hell's Angels, regular people. They like it. It's it's not for me because I don't think smoking is good for you to begin with. But then you will have other elements come there and park in the parking lot, and they'll probably be doing drug dealing. Because I got a question for Larry, because I know he has not called in yet. And I know what I saw when we were at Fort Sill, because we lived across from a drug house, and all night long, people walked up to the door, 
they opened the door, just shoved the bag out, and they walked away all night long. Now, here where I live, I watch cars stop, look around a stone wall area, and then go. These are all oddball cars on a certain day, and I believe they're looking for a pickup point of drugs. And I'd like to, I'd like to get Larry's whatever because I know what's going on in Preston. I know it is. All right, Sue. I got it, Brian. I got a lot of calls. Thank okay. you. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi. Breathless. Excuse me. Uh, I just said breathless, but I, I was wondering if you could play a snippet of raindrops falling on my head. I was just out grilling kielbasa on the grill. Ooh, kielbasa on the grill. Mm. Ah, I got it done, though, before it started, like, um, sprinkling. But I got it done. Um, The thing I was thinking of is uh, North Korea and Korea are firing off these missiles. Well, North Korea uh, fired off something really dangerous that went over Japan. Right, so... It, it, it's always, and I think uh, Kamala Harris was just over there visiting with the two, and um, visiting with one. Was it North Korea? No, well, she's in that. South Korea. She certainly didn't go into North Korea. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it seems like even when Pelosi uh, was visiting, I forget where she was, Ukraine or Russia. She was um, in Taiwan, I think. Huh? She was in Taiwan. Okay, so every time somebody from the United States goes over and visits these uh, countries, the minute they leave, the missiles go off. What does that tell you? They don't want them there. Well, of course, the North Korea doesn't want uh, protection for South Korea and... uh, they don't want, uh, you know, they they know that the United States knows that they're a rogue government, and uh, so he tries to flex his muscles, and they've got, unfortunately, some weapons that are potentially very, very dangerous. And it's, it's tricky because, um, they're, you know, I just think they're, when they're visiting, they're sparking tensions, and they're not afraid of the United States. And they're going to do what they're going to do. Well, you've got to you know? stop so them before matter. before they, uh, because some of these regimes are run by people who are really evil and demented, and we don't want them to have weapons that they could wipe out half the world. Right, <clears throat> and the thing is, the leadership there, they don't care. They're fearless, and um, that's what they're doing. But it, So, Kamala's going to come here to Connecticut to back up uh, Johanna Hayes and whatnot and uh, talk about the abortion thing because... Mm-hmm. Well, that's an issue that they can go state. on. Hmm? Huh? What's that? Because they need every state to back them up when it comes to voting. Well, that's what politicians do, both sides. They, they want to get support for their candidates. And they'll okay. do anything for it. Exactly. It's in your face. So, um, okay, thank you. Thank you. Folks getting tired of the rain. Raindrops are falling on my head. And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed, nothing. 
Everything seems to fit. All right. Well, it'll be sunny tomorrow, and that'll be a lovely thing to look forward to. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Hey, okay. Except for allergies. <clears throat> Except for allergies. I know, I hate allergies. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, um, did you happen to watch Tucker Carlson last night? Yes, I did. I watched it. It was uh, it was heartbreaking, but I kind of knew everything that was going to be on there. and um, But it just verified a lot of things that not too many people can say aren't true. No, I mean, he has the proof. And they were going to get, they were going to call him again. They, they, the FBI met with Bobulinski before the election last year, and they were going to talk to him again in a week. This was in October, October twenty third. Yeah, well, that's part and of the they election still that have was not rigged. To him. Mm-hmm. He has the proof <clears throat> that. The Bidens were going to make billions from this deal with the Chinese government. Well, they certainly made millions. I know that. Yeah, they already made millions, but um, and then they cheated him out of. He's got this whole thing all set up with one company, and then they took that contract and deleted his name and you know just put theirs on it. It's unbelievable that no one in the FBI um, would do anything about it. It's such corruption, and like he said, it, he says it changed the course of the election if they had known, if people had known. I'm not but sure. Because they kept it quiet. I know. I'm not sure. It would have changed some votes, but the, the investigation would have gone on a little longer, and the election was coming right up. But certainly uh, it was If people kiboshed. knew about, about these questions, they might have said, well, maybe I won't vote for Biden. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... You don't know. You don't know. And like he said, he wanted to come out again this year because he doesn't want in December people to say to him, well, why didn't you come up with this information? I would have changed, I would have voted differently. He wants to make sure people know what's, what's going on, even though the Bidens aren't up for election in November. Um, people in their party are. Um, it's, it's beyond belief. Bo, uh, and Kamala Harris was at the GMC zone, but talked about our friendship with North Korea when we have a friendship with South well, Korea. Well, that's, of course, was a, a faux pas, and um, that's nothing new. But Bob Alinsky, he's a true veteran, and he loves this country, and he's a moral man, and uh, he has so much guts to stand up to for what really is going on and has gone on, and... Uh, I admire him oh, yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, uh, I don't know if he's putting his life in danger, but probably, you know, by talking about, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, that, that Tebow FBI guy who was supposed to be the one um, to interview him, he's the one that just retired. And that also, you know, triggered him to, you know, um, just, out of the, out of you, you don't know. He was probably embarrassed. Yeah. I mean, we need somebody that we can depend on and someone that's honest, and we always felt that that's what the FBI was uh, for, and it's very disappointing. It is. It needs to be, um, it needs to be fixed from the top down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ray needs to go immediately. He's not doing, I mean, he's going after these parents that talk at at school board meetings 
and he's not doing completing the investigation on Hunter Biden, please give me a break. It's a big story. It's just, you know, with with potential, and we wonder why, um, you know, gas is, I mean, you know, they're selling oil to, to, the, to the Chinese from our strategic oil reserve. Um, I wonder why he's so friendly with China, you know, and the fentanyl deaths, 300 a day, 300 a day. They had fentanyl come in in a Lego box. That was the latest one. Fifteen million um, tablets of fentanyl well, came yeah, in and all kinds of box. ways, all kinds of ways that they bring it in, and it's coming over those borders that are open, and that's they've very sad. They've got to close those borders, and they've got to, you know, put some sanctions or something on the Chinese to get them to stop doing this. You know, we've all got right. to have strength. Enjoy and the day. Right now, we don't. Thank you. Anyway, bye. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi, Lair. I'm going to change the post for you. Okay. What's the headline? Right on the front page, a big, big picture of Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge makes home run history, and that big, big number 62 in yellow, big, big painted yellow underneath this underneath his jersey. You know what? This is great photo. Great. Well, we were all rooting for him, whether we were Yankee fans or not. Yeah. Yeah, I was rooting for him. I'm glad. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. So everything he did baseball was uh, non-drug related. You're right. Of course, uh, you know, now they'll, they'll still say, well, he's the first one in the American League. But as far as I'm concerned, he's the uh, major league leader. But, that, you know, two of those never admitted that they took the drugs. Yeah. So that's well, not I already gonna... seen that interview on Tucker Carlson. That was, he had that interview on uh, couple of years ago no, this he had is that a, interview on. This is an update, an update, two years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the same thing, though. Well, pretty few... much the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing that the FBI and the Department of Justice are corrupt, period. If you're a Republican in this country today, your ass is going to jail, especially if you're a Trump fan. If you're a Democrat, you can commit any crime you want. You're not even going to be investigated for it. It's going to be squashed. This is the way our justice system is today. It's pathetic. Absolutely. Even the Supreme Court, okay? The Supreme Court, you got nine justices, six of them, or I'll say five. Five of them are going to vote Republican all the time. You got three that are going to vote Democrat all the time. And the other one, I can't figure out. Once in a while, it's a little different, but you're right. Most of the time, it is. Most of the time, they vote party lines. Mm hmm. Is the Supreme Court supposed to vote party lines, or are they su- supposed to vote according to the Constitution, which they're supposed to know inside out? Well, of course, the answer is uh, they're not supposed to do party lines, but they do it. Of course they do it. <laughs> There's no hidden secret about that. Then you got uh, Breyer come on, t- t- on TV and tell, this organization, the Supreme Court, we're not political. Don't say stuff like that and make us look stupid, Okay. Now he's retired, of course, but he said that just before he retired. It sure looks political. Of course it's political. The FBI is political. The Department of Justice is political. You can go all the way down your law enforcement. I, I'm ashamed to have to say that, being a cop for 26 years, that I don't, I don't trust them anymore. <laughs> I don't trust our top law enforcement people. 
that that's not good. No, it's very sad. I hope it changes. Uh, well, I'm glad the whistleblowers are coming forward finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got. I a- hope they. Uh, and then you got the Department of Justice big shot there, uh, Merrick Garland, uh, who tries to put women in jail for uh, defending their children from uh, garbage they're teaching them in school. And you know, you you know what he tells them? You have, you, you you people better be careful going to the uh, uh, going uh, FBI. You better be careful what you're doing, going and, and uh, telling telling uh, members of Congress on what's going on in the, de- in the Department of Justice and the FBI. Can you imagine threatening them like that? Can you imagine threatening them like that? You're not supposed to do that to whistleblowers. And he actually did it in public. Nobody said nothing to him. I feel your frustration, Larry. I don't know what else to say. It's I wish people that um, would get all the sides of these stories so they'll know exactly what uh, we're dealing with. Yeah, I'll talk to you a little later. Please. See you later. Please remember on this program, all opinions are welcome. So if you would disagree with anything we say, call me and tell me. Be right back. 89-5252 is the number. Protect your family. Protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at FarmSafe811.org. For over 50 years, Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Line has been your local firearms dealer with on-target advice and competitive pricing. You see, some folks look at guns as a Second Amendment right, a vital part of their personal security. Others see them as a fun way to plank at a soda can on a fence post. How you feel about guns is totally up to you. Providing an excellent selection and equally excellent customer service is up to Ron's. Ron's Guns at 194 Boston Post Road in East Lyme. Get more for your Medicare dollar, Connecticut, with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from United Healthcare. With a United Healthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare dollar, including better than ever dental, vision, over the counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call United Healthcare today at 1 855 296 0896. That's 1 855 296 0896. Benefits, features, and or Devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and exclusions apply. We have a guest at 1 o'clock about uh, updates in Medicare. Please uh, don't miss it from Senior Resources. If you have any questions, you're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. How you doing today? Hey, all right, sir. Hey, I got a different opinion on uh, that carjacking up there in Hartford. Uh, everybody's got an opinion, but mm-hmm. in mine is uh, the man that did the shooting, he should be called to the governor's office and given a citation as the outstanding citizen of the year. He stood up for his rights. And uh, the one that got away, he's so lucky. And furthermore, that gentleman that stood up for his rights, he should be asked to go to the Texas border and help the United States out because he's a man man not afraid to pull the trigger. All right, thank you. You're welcome. People who have common sense are so frustrated with the criminal justice system in some cities that they are so frustrated they're buying more guns. Because carjackers, if you follow these stories every day, get a slap on the wrist. Oh, well, it's a first offense, second No, that's a serious crime. First of all, the stress that the driver goes through and what it leaves them with when somebody steals your car... Hmm. Anyway, we can talk about that a little more after the news. 
Once again, Medicare update information right after the 1 o'clock news. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Jimmy Fallow with his uh, talk show at 2.05. He's a stand-up comedian and a talk show host. He tries to put them together. Check it out. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Hang on to your wallet. OPEC and its ally Russia voting to cut oil production by 2 million barrels a day starting next month. It's a move that could deliver a blow to the struggling global economy while raising politically sensitive pump prices for U.S. drivers just ahead of the midterm elections. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen accusing Vladimir Putin of using energy to threaten Europe. Putin has launched Russia's first mobilization since World War II, treating hundreds of thousands of young Russians as cannon fodder. He uses sham referenda in an illegal attempt to change international borders by force. And since many months, he is using energy as a weapon. That's energy that Europe rushed to buy before Putin invaded Ukraine. And Ukrainian troops are on a roll, rolling back Russian forces in the east. Donetsk, Kherson, and now Luhansk. Officials there say the liberation of the region has begun and several villages are free of Russian control. The move into Luhansk would mark a significant milestone in the Ukrainian counteroffensive in the east as Russian forces seem to be abandoning long-held positions. Something similar is happening in the southern Kherson region. Ukraine has taken back villages along the Dnipro River as Russian troops retreat. Despite the humiliating setbacks, President Putin has signed legislation to annex four partially occupied regions of Ukraine, including territory his army does not control. That's the BBC's Hugo Bushega. President Biden travels to hurricane-ravaged Florida today. He'll get updates on the storm recovery efforts. Also, will meet with Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis. Sell-off continues on Wall Street. The Dow's down 405 points. The Nasdaq off 248. The S&P 63 points in the red. More on these stories, townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. California police searching for a possible serial killer or killers. Stockton, California police think whoever has shot and killed half a dozen men seem to be on some form of a mission. Police Chief Stanley McFadden tells KXTV six men have been killed and a woman wounded in attacks that date back to last year. He says the woman was able to describe the person who opened fire on her. Wearing all dark clothing, wearing a dark, clo- a dark COVID-style mask that was concealing his face. 
and wearing a dark jacket as well. Five of the six men killed and the woman were shot in Stockton. The other male victim was killed some 70 miles away in Oakland. McFadden says all of the cases are linked by ballistic tests and some video evidence. I'm Tim McGuire. Malfunctioning South Korean ballistic missile blew up today as it hit the ground. It happened during a live fire drill with the U.S. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Things are apparently winding down in the Alex Jones uh, defamation lawsuit in Connecticut. The final family member of a victim of the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre has now taken the stand. Mark Barden's son, Daniel, was one of the 26 victims of the shooting. He says he and his family suffered again when they heard that people were desecrating his son's grave and that some conspiracy theorist had planned to dig up his seven-year-old son's grave to prove the shooting was a hoax. The plaintiffs are expected to rest their case when court resumes zooms in the morning. His lawyers say InfoWars host Alex Jones is unlikely to testify again, which will make the defense case a brief one. I'm Oscar Wells Gabriel. Roger Maris's 1961 American League home run record has finally fallen. Aaron Judge did it, hitting his 62nd home run of the season. Once again on Wall Street, the Nasdaq is down 236 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Can you imagine some people actually believed Alex Jones when he said the Cindy Hook was a fake? You believe that and they were tampering with the graves and... Man, gullible, 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 huh? Like everybody made up that story about those children getting killed. Good grief. Well, I don't care what they do to Alex Jones. He's certainly not going to have enough money to pay for the money that he's going to have to pay out. But the point is, uh, certainly did a horrible thing with his broadcast and his stupid mouth. Okay, I got that out of my system. This portion of our program is an open topic. Today's theme on my lunchtime oldies, we're going to play songs that Carol King wrote. You will be amazed at how talented Carol King is and some of the great songs that she wrote. The whole hour will be songs written by Carol King. A little bit different. That's from noon to one today. On our lunchtime oldies, and then after 1 o'clock, we will be, uh, I mean we, I will be uh, having a guest about Medicare and some of the new things that you should know about, because it can get a little confusing. Let's check the weather deal. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Often on rain, a breezy day today, 60. The rain should end, oh, late tonight, uh, 48 for the low. Beautiful day tomorrow, lots of sunshine, and 72. Partly sunny, 73 on Friday, just a slight chance of an afternoon shower, and it'll be another breezy day Friday, but very nice. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 56 degrees right now at WICH. So if you do disagree with me on anything or our callers, why hesitate to call? It's okay. Unless you all agree with everything we're saying. I mean, that's a different story. 
So one of the big stories is it was on the Tucker Carlson show last night, and this guy is for real. He's an ex-Hunter Biden business partner. Says FBI altered history. He has proof on all of that. Former Hunter Biden business partner Tony Bobolinsky expressed outrage at the FBI's handling of uh, damning information he provided them about the first son's business dealings involving his uncle James Biden, Chinese and other foreign interests, and reportedly the current president of the United States himself. Got a little dough in the deal. Bobolinsky, a Navy veteran and the former head of the Sinohawk Holdings, which he described as a partnership between the CEFC Chinese Energy Conglomerate and two Biden family members, told Tucker Carlson tonight in an exclusive interview Tuesday that he decrypted subtle word choices by Mita CEO Mark Zuckerberg from his own sit-down with UFC commentator and podcaster Joe Rogan explained how it allegedly showed the FBI must have known how damaging his information on the Biden family was to the then-candidate. Zuckerberg told Rogan earlier in the year that FBI officials came to Facebook executives, warned them of a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election, and to be on notice there's about to be some kind of a dump that's similar to that, so just be vigilant. King into Zuckerberg, uh, Zuckerberg, well, Zuckerberg using the term dump rather than an article or report, Bobolinsky said he believes that meant the FBI suggested as much to Facebook, while the agents may not have used the exact term. In other words, cover it up. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning, Stu. Hi, Joey. Hey, all the calls so far... I agree with them all. I really do. There's a little bit about that uh, incident with the guy uh, carjacked. I don't know. I'm sure. I got to turn my radio down. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you know. I can't call him a hero for shooting the guy, but you know, he definitely had a right to uh, protect himself. And uh, I don't have any sympathy for these crooks and these uh, thieves. And it, it, I just don't. And that Alex Jones, he makes me totally puke. All right. It's amazing how so many people believed him and caused the uh, victim's families so much stress and harm. It shows you, I mean, just because he... the thing is, Stu, he made millions online about that. And how could you sleep at night knowing these innocent kids were killed and make money off it and lie about it? That's disgusting. The thing is... I'm disgusted with the news. The thing is, Joey, uh, just because Alex Jones is an idiot, you would think... That other people would say, boy, he's an idiot. But there are other idiots that believed him. Absolutely. They're, they're just as bad still. Yeah. They're just as bad. About a year or two years ago, I don't know how long ago it was, when I got my PBS. And there was a special about that guy. And he just made me sick. He could stand there, straight face, and be a big liar. It, it, you, know, he, you know, he'll get here someday, I'm sure. Well, I think he's going through now when you talk about that. But, you know, he had a lot of uh, listeners up to that point and maybe did say some outrageous things, but nothing as bad as the Sandy Hook. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I only have one sister, Patty. And uh, I remember, Stu, I think it was 78 when Carol King came out with Tapestry. And on the front cover, she's sitting like in a day window. And there's a cat, if I remember right, there was a cat on the right there with her. Mm Mm-hmm. 
You remember that? When, well, that was one of her biggest selling albums. But I know she wrote a lot of songs for other people. I got to step out on the hour. I won't get it all. But uh, Carol King's Joni Mitchell and Joan Baez. Even Danielle agree with me. They're they're my top girls as far in the music world back in that era. Well, Carol King was responsible for so many songs that we grew up with. It's astounding. It is. And you know who's another one unsung hero? <laughs> my first girlfriend, Gina. Her mother had a crush on Burt Bacharach. And I had long hair like Peter Frampton in the 70s. And she said I looked a lot like Burt Bacharach. Whoa. But he wrote a lot of songs. Absolutely. That's another one we could do a whole hour on. Absolutely, my man. Hey, listen, I'll be listening as much as I can. I do got to step out on the noontime, but uh, I'll be back to hear that guy at 1 o'clock. That's going to be interesting about Medicare. Okay, buddy. Thank you. I love you, man. Take care. You too. Let's take a little break, 89-5252, if you'd like to uh, talk about anything, any topics, all right. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it, and he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play! This Saturday, the Huskies and FIU clash in their first ever meeting. And caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch! Touchdown, UConn! Our coverage begins at 5.30 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Such a great song, Summer Place, huh? Got a lot of great oldies on the weekend, and of course, Yukon Sports. Here's an update on a story uh, from a couple of days ago. Two Norwich Free Academy students have been suspended. One of the two was also arrested for allegedly assaulting a fellow student last week in a senseless act of violence, school officials said on Monday. In an emailed statement to students, staff, and families, Head of school Brian Kelly said a student was unsuspectingly physically assaulted on Friday by two other students outside the campus Terrell Buildings. Something that should never happen. Kelly said the injured student was evaluated by a registered nurse at the school's medical center, dismissed to a parent. Kelly, who called the assault an isolated incident, said the attacked student was alert, talkative, and passed initial assessments when medically examined and provided a statement to campus safety officers and the Norwich Police Department. One accused assailant was detained by campus safety personnel and later arrested by Norwich Police. The student has been suspended and uh, one has been arrested. So we'll see what happens with the two of them. But uh, it's a sad incident. I don't think we have too many of those in uh, schools. But one is too many. 
They say we offer the care and support of our entire school community to the student and his family, Kelly said in his release statement as a community. We condemn all acts of violence. Violence cannot and will not be tolerated at NFA. We will continue to support the student, his friends and family, and any member of our community impacted by the senseless act. Norwich police were dispatched to NFA at 1235 on Friday for a report of a fight in progress. They said a juvenile was charged with third-degree assault, though that charge could be upgraded depending on the victim's injuries. No other information was immediately available from police. So we'll be getting updates on that for sure. You can remember, remember in school, once in a while you would see outside the school, somebody would have a fist fight. The only weapons there were were fists, and that was bad enough. They would say, ah, oh, see you after school. There was two people that had problem with each other, but it's a sad thing when that happens. Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplinson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift, the Dinosaur. Watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard-to-reach heights. Tasmanian Tree Devil will take away the question, are they insured? We will show proof of insurance while meeting with you. Why hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil? The owner, Edwin Adams, is a member of the Connecticut Tree Protective Association and is also an accredited Better Business Bureau member with an A-plus rating. Hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers. Hire the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. Stu Breyer with you. We're always looking out for the folks. If there's anything we can help you with, certainly if I don't have the answer, one of our listeners can help us out. I'm going to talk about a subject that we've talked about before, and that's about women's sports. And this is an article from a field champion lady. She said, everything is a competition to me, from sports to carnival games at the fair. Even when I'm stopped at a red light, I want to be the first to go when the light turns green, beating the car next to me. I attribute my competitive spirit to growing up in an athletic family, playing sports from as early as early as I can remember. I don't agree with it racing after the red light. I wanted to try everything. So at three, my parents brought me to the ice rink at Rockefeller Center and taught me how to skate. I love skating. So in high school, I became a coach, started teaching it alongside my mom. At five, I started competing in fun runs in my hometown of Glastonbury, Connecticut. Loved winning. I also participated in swimming, gymnastics, cheerleading, and skiing. I found my niche at eight years old, track and field. I loved it when the gun went off and I turned into a blur of pink 
in my little tracksuit. I was fast, and by the time I reached high school, I excelled in short sprints and long jump. It wasn't long before I discovered that athletic associations have the power to make rules that directly impacted my ability to win races. No matter how hard I trained and during long hours of practice, I just could not beat a boy. Alliance Defending Freedom to Argue Connecticut Policy Harms Girls Sports is a clear violation. The Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference adopted a policy that allows males who identify as female to compete in girls' athletic events, defying common sense and the scientific fact that men and women's bodies are different. The girl who was going places was so frustrated by this, and I agree with her. Welcome to the program. Good morning. I agree with her 100%. It's disgusting. I mean, they passed Title IX to make it fair for girls, and now they're now you might as well not have it. Totally disgusting. It is. You know, and, and in that one college, I don't remember what one it is, where the girls um, complained about the trans um, individual um, changing in their same changing space, and it's the male, and they're a female, and they kicked them out. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it's gone too far. But um, real quick, I just wanted to um, say when you have the Medicare guy on. Yeah, the gal will be on at 105, yes. Joe Namath and, and this Jimmy, whatever his name is, from from the show, um, they talk about, you know, it, check with your, your, um, your zip code, and you might qualify for more money from Medicare and from Social Security. And Social Security and, and more benefits on your Medicare, and um, I think it's what they're talking about is SSI and Medicaid, and see if he can clarify that, because you know people will be calling this number thinking they're going to get more money, but it's really for those that are on Medicaid and, and SSI. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm, I've wondered about those myself. I will bring it up. Okay, thank you. Thank Bye. you. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hey, Stu. You know, on the front page of the day, it talked about the Navy Awards $532 million contract to electric boat. Now, they're giving billions for weaponry over to the Ukraine so we can finally help our war with Russia, in my opinion. Um, but <clears throat> a measly $532 million, Courtney is running on that. It's like, you know, this is embarrassing. And then hearing that OPEC is going to not pump 2 million barrels a day, why, you know, if the Democrats were serious um, about winning and about this country and, oh, how they care about everyone, why don't they force Biden to open up all of our oil again and our gas lines again? It's like... Any country, including our own. Actually, uh, Susan, um, I have a guest tomorrow about just what you're talking about. On what? On what you just said. The oil? Why we're not opening up and uh, what the real deal is. Oh, cool. Well, <laughs> I don't be good because, yeah, it's like the whole the whole world right now is hanging on every word that Biden says. Now, I don't think that's a very good idea. I'm not sure they're hanging on every word he says. Well, he's doing the sanctions. He got them going. 
And you were talking about transgender stuff. Do you know that the American Medical Association, it went to Garland and said anybody contradicting, well, I'm paraphrasing, anyone contradicting the transgender stuff for little kids and the surgeries should be fined and locked, well, basically fined and locked up. <clears throat> In other words, now they're going to quiet that. It's okay to be Frankenstein with the kids. Well, of course, uh, when the kids are not old enough to really make that decision. No, um, Ted Cruz, I heard him yesterday. He was up in arms. You really, saying, we're losing. I, I agree. We are losing it. And you got to face it, folks. you got to stick up for what you feel is right. I mean, going some crazy. people may agree with that, but I'm learning more and more about it, how dangerous it is yeah, for young people to have these sex changes and... Uh, it affects the rest of their life. The little kids, like Ted Cruz said, they have things taken off of them forever. They'll never have their own kids in the future. Ever I mean, when again. they're older, they can make their own choices. You yeah, know, when you're 18, fine. Make but your don't own choices. Touch the kids. Well, all that's right. all I wanted to say because the world is getting crazier and crazier every well, day. Don't give up on it. Thank you. Uh, Hello, welcome to the program. Hello, I heard you talking about Alex Jones earlier. Yes. And how people, why people can be so stupid as to believe what he's saying. And I have a theory about that. Our, our culture now is cultivating our, there's, there's a lot of popular speakers out there cultivating suspicion of the government mm -hmm. and out and out hatred of the government. And our last president really Push that very, very hard because of the fact that there were elements of the government, like the FBI, who are suspicious of his actions on the campaign, and then as president and other, he he talks about the deep state, everything he could come up with to throw suspicions on our um, infrastructure, the government infrastructure, the organizations that keep us going. And there are a lot of people out there who will believe anything, the outrageous as it can be, that says the government is lying to us. So that's my feeling as to why there are those who not only believe Alex Jones, but are currently sending him money to make up for the money he's going to lose in these court decisions. I don't know if you read about that, but... Oh, it's, it's amazing. He's, yeah, he's got a following, I know. I know he's got a oh, following. Oh, huge. And not only that, they'll send him money. They are buying more stuff than ever on his website, the creams and the eyelash stuff and God knows what else they believe in him and anything and anybody who throws suspicion on the government which if you don't mind me adding a little bit more to that sure something you said right after that made me sad you were talking about Tucker Carlson and the uh, intrigues laid on believed of who have been taking place with Biden's son and all that and you talked about witnesses people who said they had information that they believed show this and they um, could prove showed that and they um, knew it had to have been happening and all this sort of stuff having to do with the FBI. It's the same thing, Stu. Throw shade on the government, you will get an audience. And you don't have to have proof. You also only have to, have, have to say, I believe this is happening. It's the same thing, if you think about it. And that's how I feel about it. Well, I'm glad now, you called. I mean, sometimes there really is proof, and, and some of these things are really, yeah. Listening to your television, do you know what he's talking about? No, I exactly. I've, of course not. You don't know. He said they're talking about, I think, 
I could see, I believe, I'm pretty sure. This is the same stuff as Alex Jones, only a different degree. It's throwing shade on the government, and that is very popular now with the, the fans of our, thank goodness, ex-president. And have a good day. Thanks. Good to hear from you. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Tony uh, Bobolinsky is uh, someone who was uh, with Hunter Biden and the Bidens, and he got firsthand of what was going on, and he has the proof, and he wanted to, he said he would go in jury on trial or whatever he wanted to do, and the FBI never followed up on it, and now the media had covered it up for a long time, and now they, some of them have said something already because they couldn't cover it up any longer. But this is a, not all the time are these things true. I understand. I agree with our caller. But some of the things are. So you really have to do your homework. 89-5252 at WICH. Good call. See, we always want to get different points of view, and we're looking forward to yours. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you have a list of the medications you're allergic to in your wallet? I'll be right back to discuss how important it is to do this. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drug store has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Here are the statistics about sudden death caused by allergic reaction. 6.7% is caused by food, 15% by venom, 19% by unspecified causes, and 5% caused by allergic reactions to medication. The most common culprits being antibiotics, radio contrast agents, and chemotherapy drugs. Make sure your doctor and pharmacist have on file a complete list of your drug allergies and carry a copy with yourself, too. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Have you checked in on all your friends in Florida? Hope they're doing well. I'm concerned about one friend of mine that I've known for years. He and his wife had a place, uh, have a place, maybe had a place in Florida. I have not been able, excuse me, have not been able to get in touch with them, and I'm very concerned. So I hope uh, everyone that you know uh, in Florida is okay, because it's, as you know, the devastation is incredible, and who knows how long it's going to take to straighten things out. Of course, another thing that they have to deal with is uh, looters who are running around taking advantage of the situation and stealing things. You know what we'd like to do with those looters. Give them 10 years in jail, see how they like it. But there's a few around, and they're talking about them. But I hope the folks that you know in uh, Florida are doing okay. I'm sure that you've checked up on them, but there's uh, someone I have not been able to get a hold of. So I'll let you know how that turns out. In the meantime, uh, noon to one playing all songs written by Carol King and you will be amazed at how many great songs that she has written that'll be after the new news 
Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancer in women. About one in eight women born today in the United States will get breast cancer at some point. A mammogram can help find breast cancer early when it's easier to treat. Make a difference like these local businesses by spreading the word. Dime Bank, your local community bank, is reminding you that knowledge is power. Early detection can make all the difference. Schedule a mammogram and remind a loved one to do the same. No one fights alone. There are several risk factors that contribute to women and men being diagnosed with breast cancer. Hi, I'm Andrew Nolman with Rose City Financial Services in Franklin. By making the healthiest choices possible, such as not smoking, exercising, losing weight, and eating nutritious foods, you can lower your risk for breast cancer. This is Lisa Griffin of Eastern Connecticut Savings Bank reminding you that awareness and early detection saves lives. All of us at Hall Communications encourage women to get a mammogram as recommended by their doctor. Early detection is the best prevention. Is there anyone that agrees that uh, women athletes should be competing with men who want to be women? Is there anybody that says that's good? That's a good rule? Hmm? Current president is one of the the offenders of this on the 50th anniversary of the law that gave women equal opportunity in athletics, the Biden administration is seeking to rewrite Title IX, and it's not in favor for women. In fact, if his proposed changes in this title are enacted, it would open the door for men in sports based on gender identity, permanently making women second-class citizens, according to this gal who wrote the article. She said, I won't let this happen on my watch. I'm passionate about speaking out because I believe there are many young girls out there with a competitive nature. I love for speed and drive to win. Women fought for hundreds of years for the right to attend school, to vote, and now some think it's okay to go backwards and deprive women of the right to compete and win. Give me your opinion on that. I mean, I disagree with uh, messing with women's sports. Do you agree or disagree? And if you do disagree, uh, if you agree with the, what the government wants to do, tell me why. I'll have an open mind and I will listen. There is so much at stake. We must do more than count our blessings. We must act on this. Every woman deserves to be seen and recognized for her accomplishments and given the opportunity for her hard work and training to produce a victory. According to this young lady from Connecticut College. Your thoughts on that? Don't I won't uh, feel bad if you disagree with me on anything. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Morning. All I can say is it's the, it's the second stupidest thing I've ever heard of, and the stupidest thing is the sixth roundabout. Oh, okay. But let the women compete against women, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, men are built differently, and it's... Just how it is. By the way, I said for God's sakes on purpose because he made them different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have a good day. Thank goodness we wouldn't be here. Um, right. No, I want to hear somebody that uh, feels it's a good idea to let men play in girls' sports. And I understand I have no problem with a guy who wants to be a lady, you know, dress as a lady and call yourself a lady. But when it comes to girls' sports, it's a different ball game. Pardon the pun. And sure, there are some gals that can beat men in certain sports. Of course there is. But if you're looking at the law of averages, uh, it just doesn't doesn't connect. 
But if you think I'm wrong, by golly, go for it. Hmm? Stu Breyer with it, WICH. So anything you want to know about Medicare, Medicaid, we'll be uh, trying to get some calls in for you after 1 o'clock because I know how confusing all of that can be. People are very confused. And then you see all these ads in telev- on television that was alluded to by one of our callers, and you wonder if Joe Namath is telling the truth. Is he mixing us up? I know Joe May- May- Namath is making more money on those ads than he did in football, and he doesn't get injured. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi there. <whistles> Nobody there. Anybody here? See my old friend, listener. Okay. We'll let you go. If you'd like to call back, you're welcome to do so on WICH AM 1310. So I have plenty of time for your calls. I'm going to play a tune and get a little fresh air, and then we'll be right back with you on WICH AM 1310. All right, let's try this call one more time. W-I-C-H, welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I think that the, um, uh, the as far as the sports goes, and this is the way it is today, you have ladies and you have the men, trans, uh, transgender, and I think they should, they should have another category called other to compete. Well, I suppose you can have an other league. That's yeah, okay I mean, if you want to do that. They're doing bathrooms that way <laughs> and whatnot. And, uh, I, you know, which goes back to how you want to uh, identify yourself, okay? Very young, too young to make um, big changes. You know, as you grow, you change. You change your idea. So some of these changes, huge, are you, you can't you can't change them back. Like you get a tattoo, you try to erase it, and you're going to have a mark anyway. So I don't know. I think um, the children need to be adult age to make decisions. Uh, well, as far as operations age, on their body, they be yeah. learning stuff. You know, in school about all that stuff, and I think there should be handouts to parents before they enter school. Just what's on the agenda that they're going to be teaching the um, uh, the children coming. Well, absolutely, parents should know what's going on in the schools. Absolutely, before they go to school, rather than during, and then find out. Well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a, a lot of a lot of the subjects should be elective choices. Well, if I That's had my, my way, I would have eliminated algebra. <laughs> well, no, you, you need that. I know. You know well, I don't know if I need it, but I I don't know how many people need it. But there's a lot of people that, that use well, it. Of no, course, it's good exercise for the brain. Mm. It, it all goes down to like if you go into the grocery um, store. And you're trying to figure out, you know, it may not be algebra. It could be math or whatever, something in that category to figure out ounces, um, 
Well, you, well, you were good at you were good. At, obviously, you were good at that. I couldn't get anybody to demonstrate with me, but um, so uh, we took algebra. God knows how well, I passed algebra, it. All those um, subjects: English, math, history, science. Those are the four main subjects that they should. Be so, were you good? At, were you good in school? Yes. Mm-hmm. To tell you the truth, um, good. Good if you. you really want to know, I got all A's a lot of time, and wow. I graduated um, 23 out of 168 seniors. Good so, for you. You were a smarty pants. Well... If I got an A, we'd have a little party in the backyard. Well, you know what? I, I use that knowledge today and the way I live and everything, and it comes in useful and um, I think um, those four things should okay, be nope. the main thing. All right, Not well, just focus on... Good for you. Okay, I think you made your point, but thank you. You're welcome. My sister was so smart, is so smart. <clears throat> she got all A's, but boy, did she work hard. I, on the other hand, did not work that hard. But she was... She would come home from girls' Latin school go into a room and didn't come out for hours. I felt so bad for her. You know, I just... But she did it. She got all A's. She never gave herself enough credit. Latin school, that was a tough school, too. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi there. You're on the air. Turn your radio down. Are you there? Hello? Hel- Helen, turn the radio hey, down. I'll wait. I'm not going anywhere. Are you there? <laughs> Anybody here? Turn the radio down. Uh, I'll wait. Turn I'm it not all going the way anywhere. down. Helen. Come on, darling. You know where the switch is. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I don't Helen. know. I should move to the phone, and I don't know when my daughter comes in tomorrow. I'm going to ask her to look. I like her. I like to hear. I cannot see her at all. It's awful. You can't see your daughter? No, no, no. The telephone is... Uh, On oh, the phone, yeah. Yes, it's a brand new phone. Yeah, okay. I bought in America, okay? Mm-hmm. I buy only American things. So do I. That's it. Well, I buy I buy things from other countries, but never China. Yeah. And never but, Russia, of course. But the telephone was from China because, you know, I feel bad for the poor people in China and in Russia, the poor people, you know, not the top one because they're communists. Well, anyway, I was calling because uh, you were talking about sport, women and men. Yeah. Well, and uh, it was in 1958, I think. Uh, I was black, uh, black belt judo, but few minutes they didn't want me when I they didn't want a girl or they didn't want a woman, only boy and man. I, I can't. I try to picture you with karate. No, 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 no. And my with father judo? was coming. Uh huh. And he sat down, and I I salute my father, and I said to myself, I'm going to beat the crap of you. <laughs> and you could have done it, I'm sure. Oh, yes, I was very strong. I told you, 5, 5.30 in the morning, I was running in the park and with city. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was no nobody, you know, so I could uh, keep moving. 
not jogging, running. <laughs> wow. And uh, so it's, 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 they didn't want me. So if it's a woman, I don't care if it's a man who won't be a woman. I don't care who that. They do what they want. But when it's a man who's, who's, who won't become a woman, they have the strength of a man. And they should not play with the women. I don't think it's fair either. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. That it's not good. I would, nobody. I haven't got anybody that disagrees with me, but maybe they're welcome to do so. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree that no, mm-hmm. because they're strong than a woman. Because men are weak, but. <laughs> well, you know, some women are stronger than men. I grant you oh, that. Yes. Oh yeah. But the average is it's not usually that way. Yeah, and. Uh, it's something. I'm so glad I moved from Wistily. I did like Wistily, but after I didn't, after the divorce. <laughs> mm, okay, it was bad memory for you. Oh, yeah, it was very bad memory. And the women who knew who was good, go school with my ex, they, they would look at me like if I was, you know. So I didn't pay no attention. I didn't know nobody. Well, we're glad you're here because we enjoy you. Yes, thank you. But anyway, so it's, uh, and I'm glad my son is no more state police. My daughter showed me the the son who's the father of the state police, and he despised my son. Yeah. And my well. son is very, my son is a type of guy. Uh, he will not shoot. He won't talk. No, I don't. I will not shoot you. Uh, we have to talk. Uh, he will be dead now, my son. Well, I hope not. Well, he's not anymore. We don't have to not worry anymore. about that. But, he uh, will be dead. And when they, chased, they were chasing a bad guy and car, they catch him. They like to beat my son. Say, no. No beating. Well, he's a lovely boy. You raised uh, two lovely children, and you should be um, congratulated. I was, I was disciplined with my children. Yep. You know? Turned out okay. Yeah, yes, I am very fortunate, yes. But you know what? What? It's God helped me. <laughs> I always say, me and God, I help. he helped me. So mm-hmm. I don't care what nationality or what religion or color of the skin, we all bleed the same. Well, if you're going to need uh, some help, God's okay. Yeah. Yes, he's always helping me. I'm always, I don't know how many times I'm asking God. Uh, look, what, what do I have to do? Because many times I forget. And I go in front of one place, and I say, I'm here. God, please tell me. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, I know I told you what one when I was 15 years old. When you were 15? When I was 15, my father made me sit down in the dining room, and my mother was sit down. And my father asked me what I like to be, what I like to, what I like to do. And I know you laugh. I say, I don't laugh. I did want to be a nun like my aunt. And you wanted my to be a nun, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, we have one nun in the family, and oh. one monk and the family ate that. I'm no. glad you didn't become a nun because you have two beautiful children. I know. It's what my, my girlfriend said to me, and you cannot be sorry. Uh, because, uh, but I will go anywhere. I will go uh, in this country too. Nuns go everywhere, you know, like priests. Well, uh, so anyway, I did one, but I showed a picture of me when I was 15. My son said, oh, mom, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're a fashion model. 
my son is wonderful, my daughter. I'm very lucky. Listen, I'm going to let you go because right, other people won't talk. Thanks for calling. And, uh, oh, could you tell me if it's going to rain today? Is it going to rain today? Yeah, I ask you, yes. Yes, periodically, yes. No, mm. about tomorrow. Tomorrow, sunny and beautiful. Good, I will go shopping tomorrow. Thank you. You're God welcome. You. Bye. Bye. Hi, welcome to the program. Uh, yes, I'm going to use utilize Swap Shop if I could, please. Sure. Okay, I have two items I like to get rid of. It's the string trimmer that could be used as a combination brush cutter or string trimmer, and I got extra 100 feet of line with it. The price I'm going to be, uh, it's negotiable. I'll go down to my price. Uh, same goes for the Sears horsepower walk behind a shredder bag and a vacuum. I'll reduce the price of that, too, with a lot of new uh, pots on it. Also, I still got plywood if somebody's interested. It's three-quarter inch uh, thickness, various sizes. They could give me a call at uh, Norwich at 860-949-8119, and thank you for uh, taking my call. 949-8119, yes, sir. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Um, I had another comment on national... National politics. Sure. I have not been following the Herschel Walker race too closely until yesterday. Like the the abortion thing, okay, the politicians are all scumbags. We all know that. Um, so he could survive that. But then I'm not sure if you heard about it. Yes, I have. I know I know about it. Yeah, I'm glad you brought one it of up. His, one of his children went on Twitter yesterday and this is a, a some kind of Gen Z influencer and He's been famous for being a gay conservative Trump supporting guy, and he's the son of Herschel Walker, and he just laid into him. Like Herschel Walker is the stereotypical scumbag pro athlete, according to his son. Beating up spouses, holding guns to him, having four children with four different mothers, never being there for his children. And as much as this this Warnock guy's uh extremist and it's not my I don't think it should just be I would say my opinion I think I think up until about two years ago um, anybody with the views of her of this Warnock would be labeled an extremist in this country but nevertheless I think he should be voted for likewise in Pennsylvania we've got uh we've got this goober who you can't even talk anymore after his stroke who he has had multiple incidents of vandalizing black owned businesses or pulling guns on Black joggers. Now imagine if Fetterman was a Republican, he wouldn't. Uh, he'd probably be in jail for what he's done in the past. Well, I know one thing: he's very, very soft on crime, and has let a lot of criminals out, uh, and he has a bad history. And yet, it looks like he's uh, in the lead against uh, Mr. Oz, and that's kind of sad. Well, Mr. Oz is a terrible candidate himself. He should be a he should be a Connecticut Democrat. He should run run as a centrist Democrat in Connecticut because that's basically what he is. He's he's, he's like. He's like a Joe Lieberman kind of guy if you really try and figure out where you, your gut says he really stands on things, especially when you look into his past. He's a terrible candidate. No, we, I, we I need better candidates. Your head if you vote for Fetterman. But he's definitely the lesser of two evils. So, yeah. my thought goes, who out there in the, uh, the celebrity political sphere is saying, vote Warnock, vote Oz? Is there anybody? I, I watched the Young Turks coverage of, and never left wing, coverage of this Walker situation, and of course, they're, 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 they're describing Walker, and in many ways, that's how you could describe 
Fetterman. And they're just, just you know, they're talking about how disgusting the Republicans are for, for supporting this Walker guy. But I, I'm pretty sure they're pro-Fetterman. Who, who is pro, pro-Oz and pro-Warnock, even if you're not necessarily in favor of them, but you're against the other guy? I, I'm not sure if there is anybody. No, and I think that, that's yeah. what this position should be for normal-thinking Americans. I wish we had better choices, but thanks for bringing it up. Well, here's one more point. Yes. This election is a disaster for the Republicans because Donald Trump chose the candidates again. He keeps choosing these, these, these terrible candidates who are, who are very questionable in, in character or in their background. You know, you got this TV doctor, Fetterman's campaign, it has this Twitter ad going around where they're comparing Dr. Oz to a TV doctor from The Simpsons called Dr. Nick. And I tell you, it's a good ad. It's a perfect comparison. Dr. Oz, if you look at him in the clip, he's a huckster. What, what is wrong with this? With, with, with these, these people? you got to stop listening to Trump. I agree with you 100%. I would stay away from him if I was running. And Herschel Walker, the more reading into him, a lot of these allegations, I think there's more now, especially now that the Sun is talking, but there's been allegations that seem pr- quite credible. In fact, Herschel Walker himself admitted to having some kind of um, mental illness where he has multiple personalities. So, so, and that was in a 2008 book. It's like he, he wrote a whole book about it. So what, what are we doing? And, and who's going to say enough is enough? And on another topic, I'm not sure if you've heard this, but the American uh, Medical Association and the, and the American Academy of Pediatrics sent a letter to the Justice Department demanding that Matt Walsh, Chris Rufo, and other journalists who are covering transgender extremism at, at, at hospitals, that they not only get deplatformed from these social media places, but they get arrested and prosecuted for reporting honestly about what these hospitals are doing, which is mutilating children, sometimes under 10. Well... Under 10 for sure, my goodness. 18. Yeah. Under 18, it's child abuse. Yeah. I would say you, you, you should remove the parents from that child's life if they're, even, if, they're, if they're going down this path. Now, what more the doctor who's just there to make money? There's no good faith, in, in my view, there's no good faith reason to do this. You're going to mutilate a child before they're old enough to smoke a cigarette or to join the military or to do a whole number of other adult things. But somehow a child has the ability to, 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 to change gender. All right. Thanks for bringing up your subject, sir. Appreciate it. All right. Hello. Welcome to the program. How would you like to talk about something happy? Something happy. A happy meal? Oh, see, now you and Susie, you and Susie got me pegged. Mm-hmm. What's <laughs> Susie you got? said, I'm a foodie, and I resemble that remark. You are a foodie, Kevin. But let's talk about chowder. Mm. Yeah, this coming Saturday is Chowder. supposed to be a uh, let's be a chilly, windy day. Good day for chili. It's a good day for chowder. chowder <laughs> yeah, and chowder, of course. And, yes, and it's going to be the um, chowder fest mm-hmm. at Grace Episcopal Church in Yantic this coming Saturday. Wow, which already is the eighth yeah. of October from four thirty to six o'clock. It's at the church in the uh, what we call the parish hall or the fellowship hall. Uh, it's ten bucks. There's going to be uh, there's going to be New England clam chowder and Rhode Island clam chowder and corn chowder. There's going to be salad and 
bread and oyster crackers and coffee and tea and apple cider and for dessert you get apple crisp. Ooh, Ooh what's hurt better, me. right? Yeah. And so that's this Saturday. Hope a lot of people will come at Grace Episcopal Church in Yannick, four thirty to six PM. The church is located at number four Chapel Hill Road. It's off of West Town Street in the village of Yannick, across from Lizzie the Bake Shop. The website, www.gracechurchyannick.org, or the phone number if you have questions, 860-887-2082. 887-2082, thank you for that wonderful warm call. <laughs> See you, Kev. All right, I think uh, to take you to the news at noon, I'm going to play something by a bunch of children, along with the Carpenters, because these children are so sweet. This is called Sing. Sing, sing a song, sing out loud, sing out strong, sing of good things, not bad. Sing of happy, not sad
sing a song of sixpence. Those little children are now middle-aged. Can you imagine that? Karen Carpenter and the kids. That's a song from Sesame Street. They used to sing that on Sesame Street, and I don't know what they're doing now. I haven't watched Sesame Street in a couple of weeks. But I did have the opportunity to interview Big Bird once, and he was just so delightful. Big Bird even sang his little song for us. All right, let's get you to the news. Catch the bus, get to the news, and then all the songs we play in the lunchtime oldie hour next hour are songs written by Carol King. Wow, you'll find out just how talented she is. Well, you knew that anyway, right? But so many songs. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310, where Mark Wayne was our morning show for many years, and Marty Hausberger now does it from 6 to 10. Also, FM 94.5, W233DB, and now it is noon. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. In Florida, utility workers continue to push ahead to restore power, and crews have been searching for anyone still trapped inside flooded or damaged homes. Construction workers are building temporary bridges to barrier islands, including Pine Island, that have been cut off from the mainland. Florida's home insurance market, which was already on shaky ground, now faces an even mightier struggle after the damage caused by Hurricane Ian. Wind and storm surge losses from the hurricane could reach between 28 and $47 billion. One property analytics firm says that would make Ian Florida's costliest storm since Hurricane Andrew made landfall in 1992. The firm says the storm destroyed a record number of homes in Florida. Correspondent Jeremy House. The wreckage comes at a time when Florida's home insurance market was already dealing with billions of dollars in losses. An ever-increasing cause from a string of natural disasters, rampant litigation, and increasing fraud. OPEC has decided to sharply cut production to support sagging oil prices. That move could deal the struggling global economy another blow and raise politically sensitive pump prices for U.S. drivers just ahead of key national elections. Also at townhall.com, Yankees right fielder Aaron Judge says he's happy to have the pressure of hitting home run number 62 behind him. It's, it's a big relief. You know, I think everybody can finally sit down in their seats and watch the ball game. You know, it's, um, it's been, a, been a fun ride so far. You know, getting a chance to do this, you know, with the team we got. Judge at number 62 last night in Arlington against the Texas Rangers. Stocks are lower. The Dow down 305 points. Now the Nasdaq off 192. More at townhall.com. If you were lied to and buying a timeshare and worn out, you need my help. Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshare and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today we have 383 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. If you 
You were told at a timeshare presentation that this was available today and today only. The timeshare was a great investment, or your maintenance fees will never go up. Call my office now. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call now for your free information kit. 800 687-7979. 800-687-7979. 800-687-7979. 800-687-7979. 11E's lawmaker entered a branch of a bank in Beirut to demand funds from her frozen account. Cynthia Zadazir walked into a branch of her bank this morning unarmed and accompanied by several associates to try to withdraw her own cash to pay for surgery. The young MP is one of a new wave of politicians to have entered Parliament earlier this year. Her action would appear to be an expression of solidarity with her fellow Lebanese who've been driven to despair by having their accounts frozen by their banks in response to the country's financial collapse. Some have been driven beyond their limits of endurance and have staged hold-ups at their banks to demand their own money. BBC correspondent Sebastian Usher. This year's Nobel Prize in Chemistry awarded to Americans Carolyn Bartosi and K. Barry Sharpless and Danish scientist Morten Maldo. When this old world starts a getting me down and people are just too much for me to face I'll climb way up to the top of the stair And all my cares just drift right into space On the roof, it's peaceful as can be So world 
James Taylor up on the roof. She wrote that song. We're saluting Carol King on our program today. Some of the great songs she wrote, and she sang some of her own songs as well. I mean, hey, they're her songs. She can do anything she wants with them. She has a nice version of this one that she wrote called One Fine Day, and you'll enjoy this list of songs by Carol King.
Hope you're having a fine day in spite of the little rain. Let me check my Doppler window. Mm. Sometimes I think it's going to clear. In the meantime, more great songs written by Carol King. She helped people become stars with her songs. They recorded some of her songs and they became big hits. And their careers just jumped right up because of songwriters like Carol King. Here's the biggest hit from Bobby V, who had a dozen of them. This is called Take Good Care of My Baby. My tears are falling Cause you've taken her away And though it really hurts me so There's something that I've gotta say Take good care of my baby Please don't ever make her blue Make her cry Just let your love surround her Paint a rainbow all around her Don't let her see a cloudy sky Good care of my baby. Be just as kind as you can be. And if you should discover that you don't really love her, just send my baby back home to. can be a part of so many hits that we grew up with. All kinds of songs, ballads and rock and roll. And here's a song by the Cookies that, uh, yeah, remember the Cookies? Mm, Carol King wrote this one called Chains.
escaped on that one, huh? The Little Cookies, they had a couple of hits, and uh, that was one of them written by Carole King, who we're doing Thumbs Up this hour, one of the great songwriters of all time. Just about everybody got rich from some of her songs. Here are the Everly Brothers. I'll never let you see The way my broken heart is hurting my pride and I know how to hide all my sorrow and pain. I'll do my crying in the rain. If I wait for cloudy skies, you won't know the rain from the tears in my eyes. You'll never know that I still love you so. Crying in the rain Raindrops falling from heaven Could never wash away my misery But since we're not together I look for stormy weather To hide these tears I hope you'll never see Someday when my crying's done I'm gonna wear a smile and walk in the sun I may be a fool, but till then, darling, you never see me complain I'll do my crying in the rain I'll do my crying in the rain I'll do my crying in the rain In the last few days, he's gotten rid of a lot of crying there Great lyrics Carol King wrote. And yes, she wrote some rock and roll songs. I'll bet uh, you never realized that Carol King wrote this song by Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Wheels. The Devil with a Blue Dress. Devil with a blue dress, blue dress on. Oh, the devil with a blue dress on. Oh, at first I 
He said, hey, let's do a little rockin' and rollin'. All right, let's roll into the weather. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Off and on rain, a breezy day today, 60. The rain should end, oh, late tonight, uh, 48 for the low. Beautiful day tomorrow, lots of sunshine, and 72. Partly sunny, 73 on Friday, just a slight chance of an afternoon shower. It'll be another breezy day Friday, but very nice. That's your Channel 3. Early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. And our current temperature is up at uh, 59 degrees. We're getting there. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Mark your calendars. Make your reservations today for this once-in-a-lifetime event. Meet us in Mystic River Park at 2 for a dedication with surprise guests. The celebration continues on Cottrell Street with a chilly music fest with local bands and restaurants starting at 3. Then, at 8.15, fireworks over the Mystic River presented by Foxwoods Resort Casino. The celebration continues with support from Seaport Marine. Saturday, October 15th. Download the Go Mystic app today. Another song written by Carol King. We're saluting her great songwriting ability. It's uh, amazing. Uh, she wrote the song Go Away, Little Girl. It's a hit for Steve Lawrence and Donny Osmond. Go away, little girl. 
when he sang that he sounds like he was six months old but uh, I don't know he must have been about eight or nine having girl troubles at that age here's a classic that uh, Carol King wrote and Aretha Franklin recorded it and made it even more of a classic you make me feel like a natural woman written by Carol King looking out on the morning rain I used to feel so uninspired And when I knew I had to face another day Lord, it made me feel so tired Before the day I met you I was so
was saluting the great songwriter Carol King with songs that she wrote. How many of them? Well, lots of them. She even wrote a song for uh, some of the English groups, like the Animals. It's called Don't Bring Me Down. Carol King album, uh, Hour. She's got a lot of albums, too. In 1971, she recorded an album called Tapestry, which became the biggest album of the year because it included one of her biggest hits, a song that she wrote called It's Too Late, Baby. Getting any sleep? Stayed in bed all morning just to pass the time There's something wrong here, there can be 
struck a chord with so many people. It was a top hit, and the album was absolutely incredible, called Tapestry. One wonders what was the biggest hit that uh, Carol King ever wrote. Probably the one I'm going to play right now. It was originally uh, a song that was given to the Shirelles, and they didn't want to record it because they thought it was too much of a country song. However, the powers that be suggested that they try it, Shirley Austin and the Shirelles, one of the most popular groups in those days. Well, we're going to record Will You Love Me Tomorrow. Since then, a lot of people have recorded it, including the Four Seasons. But here's the original and best version.
the greatest songs she ever wrote, uh, Carol King. And uh, as I mentioned, the, even the English performers were greatly pleased to gravitate toward her lyrics and his songwriting. And here's a kid, 17 years old, named Peter Noon, who had Herman's Hermits, and they grabbed this. It was one of their first hits, written by Carol King.
seeing all these artists scurrying around trying to find a Carol King song, huh? Something good. Peter Newman, Herman Sermis, they had about a dozen hits after that. Even the country folks wanted a song by Carol King. Here's Skeeter Davis. me i can't stay mad at you don't uh, go to bed mad you know how that goes right it's uh 61 degrees we're moving on up temperatures that uh are more suitable for october got another classic by carol king coming up Hey, do you hear what's happening at Bill's Betting this month? Uh, no, what's going on? It's Octobedfest, of course. Wait, you mean Bill's Betting is selling beer? No, no, no. Octobedfest. It's a month-long sale only at Bill's Betting on all mattresses, box springs, adjustable beds, and more. Hey, that's good timing. My wife and I were just saying it's time for a new bed. Our packs are killing us in the morning. Bill's has over 30 different comforts from Serta, Beautyrest, Corsicana, and everything from inner spring to hybrid beds. So, uh, do they deliver and take the old one? Yes, and it's free. Do they finance? 12 equal payments with no finance or interest charges. So, no beer? No, just a great night's sleep. Well, sounds like we're heading to Bill's today. This month, it's Octo Bedfest at Bill's Bedding and Furniture. And you need to get there and save on famous name brand bedding at the lowest prices of the season. Don't miss out. Get to Bill's today. Bill's Bedding and Furniture. 640 North Main Street, Danielson. Or online at billsbedding.com. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. So many songs to choose from. It's amazing this list we have of songs written by Carol King. We could probably do two days of it. But um, 
Let's go with a song that James Taylor got a hold of. It was on the Tapestry album, and naturally Carole King recorded it, but James uh, recorded it, and his particular version of this song was his biggest hit. As a matter of fact, he sang it in Paris. Remember after the attack, just to bring people together? Here's You've Got a Friend. Come running, 
again Oh baby, don't you know about Winter, spring, summer, fall Hey now, all you've got to do is call Lord, I'll be there, yes I will You've got a friend got a friend, yeah. Ain't it good to know you've got a friend? Ain't it good to know you've got a friend? Oh yeah, yeah, you've got a friend. Carol King uh, wrote uh, these songs and we want to give her ex-husband a little uh, compliment too. He wrote a lot of these songs with her. And then when they departed, she continued writing. Here's a song you may not have realized was a Carol King, Jerry Goffin song. I'll never find another you. Lucky I can find my keys. a fast hour, huh? Goffin and King and Carol King. Oh, what a career writing songs. One of my uh, special Carol King songs is one that uh, was a hit for Tony Orlando and Bobby Vinton. 
Both of them had very successful hits with it. Let's see if we can get it in for you. It's called Halfway to Paradise. I want to be your lover But your friend is all So far away I long for your lips To kiss my lips But just when I think they may To you is almost heaven But seeing you can do just so much It hurts me so to know your heart's a treasure And that my heart is forbidden to touch So put your sweet lips close to my Thank you for all those great memories, Carol King, and uh, many of them with her husband, Jerry Goffin. Halfway to paradise. Do I have time to squeeze in another call? Sure. We'll squeeze this one in by Freddie Scott. It's called Hey Girl. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, girl, I want you to know I'm gonna miss you so much if you go And hey girl, I tell you no lie Something deep inside of me is going to die If you say so It's goodbye
this without you important segment of our program coming up right after the news with Laura Cruz from Senior Resources about uh, Medicare and uh, there's changes that you need to know about and questions answered. Hey, it's up to 60 degrees. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310, 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. One o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Russia's leader has signed off on Ukraine annexation. President Vladimir Putin has signed laws absorbing four Ukrainian regions into Russia, a move that finalizes the annexation carried out in defiance of international law. Earlier this week, both houses of the Russian parliament ratified treaties making the Donetsk, Luhansk, Kherson and Zaporizhia regions part of Russia. The formalities followed Kremlin-orchestrated referendum in the four regions that Ukraine and the West have rejected as a sham. I'm Charles Duladesma. For the first time in 20 years, a Russian cosmonaut rocketed from the U.S., launching to the ISS alongside NASA and Japanese astronauts, despite the tensions over the war in Ukraine. Their SpaceX flight was delayed by Hurricane Ian, which ripped across Florida last week. Also at townhall.com, Oregon could have its first Republican governor since 1982. That's according to a new poll as residents of the deep blue state grapple with crime, drugs, and quality of life issues, particularly in cities. More details from correspondent Bernie Bennett. Republican gubernatorial candidate and former member of the State House of Representatives Christine Drazen led her opponent, former Democratic Speaker of the Oregon House of Representatives Tina Kotek, by two points in a recent Emerson College poll. Democrats currently dominate the Oregon legislature, and President Biden won the state by a 16-point margin in 2020, with the state's most populous city, Portland, widely viewed as one of the most left-wing places in the country. Drazen polled at 36% compared to Kotek's 34%, while independent candidate Betsy Johnson pulled in 19% of the vote in the new poll. Bernie Bennett reporting. On Wall Street, stocks are in the red now. The Dow is down 132 points, the Nasdaq off 114. More at townhall.com. 
Early Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. A trial starting in Spain of two men accused of causing a high rail speed accident that killed 80 people nearly a decade ago. We know that the driver of the train had received a phone call just moments before the crash. And so the theory was that he had become distracted and that was really the main cause of it. However, many of the activists linked to relatives of those who were killed have been saying over the last few years that there was more to it than that, that there were failings in the Spanish rail system overall. For example, there was an automatic braking system on that curve. The automatic braking system should have been activated there. However, it had been deactivated. And if it had activated, it would have prevented the crash. BBC correspondent Guy Hedgeco, the leader of Ethiopia's embattled Tigray region and the federal government, invited to peace talks in South Africa this weekend. It's part of an effort to end one of the world's most overlooked wars. Breaking news at townhall.com. Aaron Judge rewrites the history books with his 60-second homer of the season. Aaron Judge breaks the American League single-season record with his 60-second home run as the Yankees fall to the Rangers 3-2 and split a doubleheader. Judge led off Game 2 with the historic shot that reached the first row of seating beyond the left-field wall. His 60-second homer of the season gives him the record previously held by Roger Maris. It's a big relief. You know, I think everybody can finally sit down in their seats and watch the ball game. You know, it's, um, it's been a been a fun ride so far. Yankee starter Garrett Cole suffered the loss in Game 2, but Cole struck out nine batters to pass Ron Guidry and set a new franchise record with 257 strikeouts in a single season. I'm Danny Cap. Alabama coach Nick Saban says quarterback Bryce Young is day-to-day with a sprain-throwing shoulder. Saban said he didn't have any substantive update on Young's status for the top-ranked Crimson Tides game with Texas A&M on Saturday. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. All right, it's a pleasure to have with us a very important segment on our program with Laura Cruz from Senior Resources. She's the Director of Benefits, and um, let's say hi to Laura. Good, good hi. afternoon. <laughs> Welcome hi, back. how are you? Good. Nice to have a yearly visit so we can people can catch up on some of the new things or some of the old things with Medicare. And um, do you have a lot of new things to report to us? Of course, there's some people just embarking on that and getting close to it, and maybe we can take a little of the confusion away from them. Absolutely. So there are actually some several key changes to the Medicare program um, beginning in January of 2023. So, first of all, um, I would like to at least inform folks of the Part B premiums and then also some information about those who have to use insulin. 
Uh, so number one, believe it or not, uh, in 2023, individuals Part B premium is going to be reduced, which is amazing because I don't think I've ever seen that before in my lifetime. Um, but for this year, individuals Part B premium is $170.10. Believe it or not, come January of 2023, CMS has announced the new Part B uh, premiums, and it's actually gone down a bit. It's going down to $164.90 per month. We never hear anything like that anymore. I know. Tell me about it. I was like, um, I was very happy to read that when it was released from the federal government. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the other key point I wanted to make is for those that are insulin users, uh, beginning January of 2023, if you self-inject uh, insulin, um, say subcutaneously uh, into your skin. All insulins now have a cap of how much uh, you can be charged per insulin per month. So beginning January 2023, insulin users uh, who are on Medicare will find that their um, insulin will be no more than $35 per month per insulin. So that's some good news. Um, Mm -hmm. Some folks were spending some crazy amount of money uh, just to be able to self-inject their medication. And for those that have an insulin pump where you must inject your insulin into the pump, unfortunately, you're going to have to wait until July of 2023. But instead of paying the 20% copay that you may be used to, you will end up uh, seeing some major cost savings there, but you'll have you'll just have to wait till January of 2023. Um, those insulin uh, costs would be no more than $35 per insulin per month as well. I keep waiting for some real bad news, but it's not. No bad <laughs> well, news today? No, you know, I'm actually pleasantly surprised with how the Medicare program will be running next year across the board nationwide. Uh, from what I'm reading from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, is that most folks will find um, that even their prescription drug plan premiums or perhaps their Medicare Advantage plan premiums may be going down just a tad. I haven't seen much coming out the way of them being completely overboard with premium raises like it seems like we had last year. Um, What I'd like callers to know is that the open enrollment period uh, is quickly approaching. It begins October 15th, and it runs through December 7th. Now, the annual enrollment period is for those that are already on Medicare and must make plan decisions, meaning they had to purchase their own drug plans through um, Medicare, or they may be opted to enroll into a Medicare Advantage plan. This is the time to start keeping track of what's coming into your mailbox. So there's two pieces of mail that I would like people to uh, understand what they should be looking at. Anything from your current drug plan or your current Medicare Advantage plan, you should have received a document called the Annual Notice of Change. This is about a 15 to 20 page document that provides you just a very short update with plan changes um, that will be happening for 2023, such as premium changes, um, your cost for medical services, or your co-pays for some of your prescription drugs. It's, it's a great snapshot of, okay, should I start looking for a different plan or I'm okay with the changes that my plan's making. So, you know, just do yourself the favor. Take an hour 
out of somewhere between October 15th and December 7th to get help to look at your current Medicare coverage to see if it's going to work for you for next year. And then the other document that you should be on the lookout for, and it's possible that your current prescription drug plan or your current uh, Medicare Advantage plan may email you the information. Um, you want to look at what's called your evidence of coverage document. That is a much larger document, and it truly outlines the coverable services that your plan offers and what your out-of-pocket costs will be. So if I can't say anything at all, I do want to let you know just that ANOC, the Annual Notice of Change, that comes to you by mail. And then, of course, uh, either via email or your plan's website, you can go on and review the evidence of coverage just to see if there's you know, major changes um, in your plans. And if you have any questions or you need plan assistance, plan help to figure out what plan may be good for you for 2023, definitely reach out to the Choices program. Um, we're trained counselors who provide free, unbiased information about the Medicare program and can help answer your questions. So um, did you say 10 more day- people have 10 more days to sign up? It, no, the annual enrollment period begins October oh, 15th. Begins October 15th. Yeah. Okay. And it does not end until December 7th. All right. That's, I want to get that straight in my head. Yeah. Add up to the 15th until December 7th. So don't wait the last minute on that, of course. Please don't. <laughs> a couple of simple things, Laura, and then you can, we can get into more uh, depth. But um, when is somebody eligible for Medicare and the difference between Medicare and Medicaid? Okay. So folks that are eligible for Medicare, typically when you're approaching the age of 65, um, so the big 65 is the age in which most individuals become eligible for Medicare and may want to consider enrolling into Medicare to avoid uh, any sort of uh, penalties in the future. There are individuals under the age of 65 who would be eligible for Medicare, but the caveat to that is you must be collecting Social Security disability. Mm -hmm. So that means you've been determined disabled by the Social Security Administration to um, collect a monthly benefit, and then two years after that, you will become eligible for Medicare. And again, Choices Program, we can explain all that to you. We love having these types of questions um, come into the office, and we can sit down with you one-on-one to help help you figure out the Medicare maze, um, because it's not easy. So October now, 15th. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, no, so, and and the answer to your other question is the differences between Medicare and Medicaid is Medicare is the federal public health benefits that you pay into throughout your working history so that when you do become Medicare eligible at, say, 65 or collecting disability, um, you have Medicare benefits uh, accessible to you. Medicaid is a state-funded health insurance program that has many nuances to it, but it's essentially based on uh, your income and assets to see if you would actually qualify for some state assistance when it comes to your health care mm-hmm. coverage. Oh, so maybe they should change the name to, uh, from Medicaid so it doesn't sound too much like Medicare. That would be nice. 
<laughs> work on that, Laura, for next time. Well, I'll try. I'll try. Let me take a question from our audience for you. Hi, WYCH. You're under Medicare. Um, I, like most people, have uh, Part A and Part B uh, Medicare. I'd like to have your input on um, why are these people allowed to go on TV uh, with these commercials, uh, this uh, Part C uh, Medicare, which is an outright lie to the American public, and, uh, and 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 say the things they say, like you can get free this and free that just by giving a person your zip code. Uh, and I want to, I want your opinion on why they're allowed to do this, and and what do you think about a Part C in Medicare along with Part A and Part B? Right. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. First so of all. First of all, can we trust Joe Namath, who's on there all the time? Uh, I know. Do you cringe when you watch him, or is he uh, on the up and up, or what? what's the deal? Yeah, I get very upset with those commercials as well, um, because as a choices counselor, I, I do realize it's just not as simple as that. Um, there's so many plans that are available. To answer, Hopefully I can answer the first part of the question, is how can they get away with that? I, I will tell you that the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services is looking um, harder at some of these commercials that are being posted uh, to ensure for accuracy and ensuring the language will be hopefully changing. Um, as far as uh, what do I think about that, you know, every person's health care is so much different. Um, so Medicare Advantage plans may work great for folks that are looking for, say, additional benefits that original Medicare does not cover. Uh, things like dental, vision, and hearing are important to all of us as we age. Um, but unfortunately, the original Medicare, Medicare Parts A and B, does not cover those types of services. So sometimes these Medicare Advantage plans are somewhat advantageous for folks because it does provide some of that coverage in addition to things like your hospital benefits, your medical benefits, and your prescription drug plan. So when we talk about the Medicare Advantage plans versus original Medicare, you know, Parts A and B, we, we're going to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the entire Medicare program. Hopefully when you're done speaking with Choices Counselors, we're providing you a freer I'm sorry, a clear overview of what your options are, and unfortunately, the pitfalls with both programs, whether you're with Original Medicare, you know, we'll tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly about that, as well as the Medicare Advantage plan piece, the good, the bad, and the ugly about that as well. Um, but, you know, my professional opinion, you know, Medicare Advantage plans are here to stay for a while, and for some you know, for a lot of folks, it does provide some good coverage. But again, it's you who has to think about your own individual health care needs, and that is how you want to make your decisions. I trust you more than Joe Namath. You're probably, <laughs> you're probably a better kicker, too. So, um, Laura, the other he asked also about Plan C, I think, uh, our last caller. Yeah, and so uh, Plan C is the Medicare Advantage plans. Um, so you have Medicare Parts A and B but you can choose to get your benefits through Medicare Part C, which is private insurance companies sold um, that can offer your Medicare benefits. They're just, it's part of the Medicare program that's known as Medicare Part C. Mm-hmm. Right, let me uh, take this call for you. You have a question for our guest? Go right ahead. Yes, good afternoon, Stu. Yes, sir. Uh, my wife returned 76. She took out her Social Security at 65. 
and for some reason didn't sign up for the uh, prescription until about a year later and got hit with a uh, penalty fee. And they say it's a lifetime fee, and that doesn't sit good with her, but is there anything that they can do about that to bring it, bring her price lower, or is that a lifetime thing that she has to deal with? I'll hang up. All right, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Did you catch that, Laura? Okay. So, yes, there are some uh, major oh, problems with the Medicare program when it comes to late enrollment penalties. Now, Medicare will tell you a Medicare prescription drug plan is voluntary, but if you don't sign up when you're eligible and you should have had the drug plan, they are going to penalize you. And if you incur that penalty uh, beyond age 65, that penalty is with you for the remainder of your life or as long as you have a prescription drug plan. What can be done with that? Well, number one, this is a federal um issue when it comes to late enrollment penalties. This is just how the prescription drug plan was built, and uh, as far as I have not heard anything from Congress uh, stating that they're going to remove those late enrollment penalties. What can be done about it, second part? Uh, Sir, if I would, I would have you contact our agency, Senior Resources, because we can screen you for a program called the Medicare Savings program, and if you're eligible, uh, it is based on income only, not assets, and you do qualify and approve for the program, it will actually wipe away that late enrollment penalty. Um, So, you know, one way to get rid of it is, unfortunately, um, applying for the Medicare Savings Program if you qualify. Do I think anything's going to happen to it in the future? No, I do think uh, the penalties will still stick around. But maybe next year when I'm on the call with you, I'll have better information about penalties going away. So when we call Senior Resources, uh, just ask for the Choices Program. You have a special number for that? or Yeah, no. So for, to call the Choices Program at Senior Resources, you'll call locally 860-887-3563. You should be getting a live person who answers the phone. Oh, my God. Um, but it, <laughs> I know. But if you do let the uh, – it's either Erica or Jill know that you have questions about Medicare, they're going to get you over to the Choices Program. Now, unfortunately, at that point, yes, you will have to leave a message, but we are not behind in any means. A lot of folks are getting a same-day call. If not, it would be the next business day. And we'll help um, talk you through the Medicare Savings Program, as well as kind of give you our, our idea if you're going to qualify or not, and we can help you through the application process. So you do it by phone or also in person? We can do phone, in person, or Zoom. Well, that's uh, right, so Zoomy, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got about that. That's right. It's a... Uh, it's, it's amazing because I see these ads all the time on television, and one of our listeners said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think realistically we're better off talking with you folks. That's what you deal with all the time. Right. You know? And Yeah, and at this time, is your, your mailbox is going to be flooded with uh, advertisements from other insurance companies mm. who simply want you to sign up with them. Um, please don't blindly sign up for anything because uh, you just don't know what you may be um, doing at this point. 
definitely open any mail from your current insurance company. Uh, the rest of it may pretty much be solicitations for getting um, you enrolled into their plans. And, you know, there's some really great plans out there. And, you know, and there's some, some that may not be all that great. But you want to make sure you have a lot of your questions answered. So when you do call and speak with us, um, any of my counselors through the Choices Program, you know, it's a case-by-case basis. Not everyone is treated the same. So we have questions if you're going to stick with just original Medicare and maybe pick up the prescription drug plan. If you want to enroll into a Medicare Advantage plan, there's a bunch of other questions we would ask you, like, do you know if your doctors are in the network? What about the hospital you use? What about the laboratory mm. if you need routine blood draws? That's all, you know, all the information we would like to discuss with you so you can make that educated decision on what plan you want to enroll into um, for 2023. And who knows, you may find out that the plan you have now is still the best plan. And in that case, you don't have to do anything. You'll simply roll over uh, to the next year and don't have to worry about this again until next year. You just said a, a key word that I think we can um, just elaborate more on. You said the mm-hmm. network. That means uh, somebody could sign up for something and go to the doctor and end of the visit saying, no, you're not in my network. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah. you're pretty mm-hmm. much stuck, huh? Right. So that alludes more to the Medicare Part C. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the Medicare Advantage plans. If you do enroll into a Medicare Advantage plan, you know, again, which is just fine, you need to know if the plan you signed up for has network restrictions. So you definitely, each year, um, before you make the decision to stay with the plan you have or enroll into a different uh, Medicare Advantage plan, you want to ensure that your doctors and hospitals um, are in the network. One, because depending on the plan you may have, if you go out of network, you may have no coverage whatsoever, and then you're socked with that bill. You could, again, depending on another type of plan you have, you could still go out of network. You might still have some benefits, but you may have to pay a higher uh, copay mm-hmm. or a coinsurance to that doctor. So those are things you really want answered prior to blindly enrolling into something that sounds fabulous on paper, um, but mm-hmm. until you can you know, actually start using your medical insurance, that's where it may be um, the issue. So you, you got to do a little detective work before you choose whatever you're going to choose for 2023. When a doctor decides, for instance, my dentist decided not to be in the network, which really was depressing, and uh, is it because it takes too long for them to get paid, or what's the reason for it? I honestly don't feel that I have the, an answer for you on that. I think there's so many reasons as to why a doctor may choose to leave the network, um, and it could be a myriad of things. Uh, so, unfortunately, I, I wish I could answer that question for you, but I, I, I mm-hmm. just don't think I would. Ha- I would have, you know, like ideas, my personal opinions, but professional-wise, I, I just don't have uh, anything for that. But I will tell you is your doctors do have the option to leave the network at any time, whereas you, as a Medicare beneficiary, you only have certain times in the year in which you can change your plans. Um, so again, that, that's just one thing to keep in mind with, um, say, if you do choose a Medicare Advantage plan. The good thing is, though, is there should be other um, 
providers that are still in the network where you're going to get the medical care you need. So the key is October 15th through December 7th. Yes. Get all that information and don't wait for the last minute. Please don't wait to the last minute. I can assure everyone who might be listening right now is our um, office is we've already seen an increase in calls for folks wanting to schedule appointments, which is fabulous. I I just, I love that people are um, taking control of their decisions and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, being on time and doing things. Please don't wait until especially that last week of December because chances are, you know, we won't have any appointments left. um, And we just don't want you not getting the information you need. Now, if you choose to work with someone else, you know, that that's fine. Um, I'm not saying not to work with the previous person you've worked with before. By all means, please do. Um, but if you're, if you're just not quite sure what's out there or what's available, you know, please give us a call. Um, we'll be very happy to walk you through it, and then you can make your decision. Let's see if we can get another question for you. Hi, WICH. Question for Laura. Yes, I had a question. Yes, sir. Go right ahead. Okay. I have a question for you. I signed up for the part, I guess the part C, uh, with uh, Aetna. Okay? Mm -hmm. If I don't sign up for anything next year, and I just have that Medicare card, and I go in the hospital, is it free? Uh, See, I don't understand, you know, this whole thing, (laughs) part A, B, and C, I thought Medicare Medicare was was free insurance. Mm-hmm. We'll have Laura address that, sir. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Go right ahead, so, Laura. Yeah. Right. So one of the biggest misconceptions with Medicare is a lot of folks think it is free, and unfortunately, it is far from free. You have premiums that you're responsible for, and you do have out of pocket uh, out of pocket costs as well. What I heard the gentleman say is he's currently enrolled in a Medicare Advantage plan, Medicare Part C. Um, Aetna has many different plans to choose from. So if he chose to do nothing during October 15th to December 7th, he's simply going to roll over into that same Aetna plan that he's had this year. So what he needs to do is those two documents that I was talking about at the beginning, the annual notice of change, or your evidence of coverage, if I were him, I would be looking at that document to determine what are my out-of-pocket costs. What is it going to cost me if I end up in the hospital? Um, what, what are my costs if I end up in a skilled nursing facility? Those are very important key items that I would like to know prior to signing up for a Medicare Advantage plan. So he will have the information available to him. Another suggestion, too, is the card that he has, the Aetna card, there should be a member services number on the back of it where he can call into Aetna and get those questions answered. Um, Unfortunately, those who choose, uh, I don't want to say unfortunately, if you choose not to enroll into a Medicare Advantage plan, meaning you're just sticking with original Medicare, you're only using your red, white, and blue card, you still have hospital coverage, you still have medical coverage, but you do have out-of-pocket expenses. So if you were hospitalized, unfortunately, 
you do have a hospital deductible of over, it'll be 1600 next year, um, $1,600. So if you are admitted into the hospital under your red, white, and blue card, if you chose not to purchase what's called a Medigap plan or a supplemental plan, unfortunately, to be the bearer of bad news is you are going to have some out-of-pocket expenses with the Medicare program. Either way you look at it, original Medicare, or if you're choosing to get your Medicare benefits under a Medicare Advantage plan, you typically have some out-of-pocket expenses with either plan. $1,600, that'll cover the aspirin, so we'll be all set there, right? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe, we're not... (laughs) It's always a pleasure to speak with you, Laura, and uh, we're so glad that Senior Resources is in our area. And I I would want to just say one thing, and I Mm -hmm. I recommend this to everybody, because it can get a little confusing. Then when you sit down with somebody or on the phone, don't leave the office or hang up the phone until you really know. Don't have some leftover questions, because some people, we know, and you know this, Laura, get a little embarrassed because they don't get it right away. So uh, right, right. make sure that you're clear after you speak with you folks who are the professionals. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I concur. I, and I, I tell folks the same thing. And just one other thing is if you are calling your current drug plan or your Medicare Advantage plan, even if you make a phone call to, say, Social Security or 1-800-MEDICARE, mm-hmm. do make sure you jot down the date, the time, and who you spoke to oh, yes. in the event that um, something just doesn't sound right, mm-hmm. and we may do the best we can to cut through the red tape to get you the answers that you need. Excellent point. Well, you take care, and thanks for all you folks do. Thank you, and thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, and I'm sure we'll speak next year. All right. Take care of yourself. Right. Thank you. Take care. You're welcome. Laura Cruz, Senior Resources, great people. We've been with them for a number of years, doing shows with them, coming on our program. So here's a number to write down, because I wrote it down. And if I wrote it down, I want you to write it down. 887 887-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-3561. 887-8-
uh, make decisions, whether it's Social Security, Medicare, you know, medical or retirement. And I get the AARP magazines, and it's like, you know, um, this tree of things you got to do. This is not, uh, you know, to make decisions like that, um, it's unacceptable. Well, there are people to help you make these decisions. I mean, I don't know what else they can do. Well, you know what? From the bot, you know, from the top down, they shouldn't make it so complicated like that. It put the burden on the aging population to make decisions, right or wrong. Well, I wish everything um, was simple. I agree with you there, but unfortunately, it isn't. So we have to make the best of it. But certainly, no. Luckily, if you have family to help you out with that and whatever, it's that trickle down again that I was talking about. Okay, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Hello, welcome to the program. Okay, that's Mr. Spazzo there. Uh, 889-5252 is our telephone number. These people at Senior Resources, they know their stuff, and everybody has an individual thing that they would like different situations. They'll give you the best advice that they can. Hello, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, I'm sorry. I think we got hung up. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a few things I wanted to share. All right. Go right ahead. Yeah, you know, all these customers here in Norwich, and they're not getting to Norwich Bolton, but you know what? I get that freebie, and I got it today, the Norwich Times. But mm-hmm. I, I went downtown, and there was a group of uh, dignitary people, and then sure enough, it was Peter and Mayor Pete. And I said, hey, what's going on, Pete? He goes, yeah, the lieutenant governor was going to City Hall there, or whatever. And I said, Pete, you're, he goes, what? I said, you're the man. I like Peter Nystrom. But anyhow, here's one, your guests. Are we connected, Stu? Yeah, we're connected. Go right ahead, Joe. All right, Joe. I got to know because I don't like talking and I don't know if it's going through. Oh, Senator Catherine A. Austin, here's the thing. And there's a picture of her. Listen, and I always wanted to be one of these. I just never found the town. Big Brothers and, and Big Sisters Award. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Connecticut has given the 2022 Children's Champion Award to State Senator Catherine A. Austin, mm-hmm. who represents several local towns. The nonprofit called attention to the role Austin played as Senate Chair of Appropriate Community in spearheading the largest investment in children's mental health and prevention service in decades. Isn't that a great honor? That is a great honor. Congratulations, Stuart. Yeah, and i got to read another one for Larry. Norwich police swear, because I don't defund the police. I'm a military man. Norwich police swear an officer recruit. Norwich police swore a new police officer recruit last month and announced he has started training at the police academy in Meriden. Evan Carl of Milford graduated from Johnson Law High School in Milford in 2016, where he played baseball and basketball. He formerly worked as a special officer for the Field Field Police Department. Norwich Police say Coral is expected to graduate from the Police Academy in April of 2023. He will begin an extensive field orientation training program and upon completion will be assigned to a ship within the Department of the Patrol Division. So, yeah, we're funding the police, too. Good. Good to hear. Yeah, I just thought I'd throw in a couple good ones. And I got to holler out for Patty. Not because of my sister, Patty. 
Patty is a respectable nurse, great person. I love she's calling back. God bless her. All right. Thanks, Joey, for the call. Hi. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Oh, hi, Stu. Yes, Susie, what's up? I have a question out there, and maybe I'll ask it again tomorrow. Does anybody have any idea how long, if you have property like a house or something to sell, and, and you're in a will, it's an estate, and, I'm, okay, my husband's in one. He didn't even know he was in it, okay? And there's a couple, wouldn't you know it, there's a couple of houses and property to be sold and money to be dispersed. But, of course, the economy and the house sales, I don't know if they're good or bad, but how long does anyone know that somebody, his sister's handling it? How, how long can you take to get the property sold, or does the court do it? I'm just curious. How long to get the prop, property sold? Or? Yeah, because the, the person is on... Um, passed away last year. Does everybody agree that you want to sell the property that's oh, uh, yeah. in the will? I mean, yeah, because it's like her, her prime residence, and then when there was another house, and there's property with that house, and there's even cash in the bank, and there are just so many, you know, like, you know, three siblings and, and another one, well, four, okay? Mm-hmm. And, but the thing is, when we got our letter, it said that everything should have been done by August 31st of this year. But, of course, you know, with the housing and everything the way it is, nothing got sold. I was just wondering if anyone knows how long you can drag it out in probate if you have property for sale. Well, how long is it legal? Probably maybe an attorney will call. Do you have an attorney? or? No. Uh, no. <clears throat> it, it, no. It, it's just that he is in the will. The, the, you know, that's all. And well, I, I'm just curious because it seems like it's going to be dragging on forever. Well, and nobody's fighting. The court takes over and sells the property. I don't know. Well, it's, it's, your, it's your property now that was left to you, right? Well, well, everyone wants to sell. No one needs any houses. Everyone wants to sell the houses and get cash, you know? Well, if it was left to... Give it out in cash, but how long can that take to wait on the sale of houses? Or does the court take over? I'm just up in the air about it, because, you know, we're just on the outside. He didn't even know he was in the will. Okay, four people in the will. Nobody's arguing over it. You all agree that you want to sell it and get the cash. Yeah, yeah, and and, um, the... The original letter we got said everything was supposed to be dispersed by, you know, August 31st this year. But, of course, you know, the yeah. houses and everything and, and interest rates going up. You're having a, you know, have a tough time. I'm just wondering how long. Okay. I'll, I'll maybe somebody will call us, Susie, before 2 o'clock, or otherwise we can continue it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm curious because, I mean, just, wouldn't you just know it? Yeah, Murphy's Law. You're in a world and everything gets stalled, well, right? Well, you know, I'm, I'm giving you a, a neophyte answer that you all own it so you can do whatever you want with it but i'm you know nothing's that simple yeah. all right we'll see what we can do okay thanks. thank you hi welcome to the program you can put the houses up for sale immediately however how long it takes them to sell will depend on the uh, on the market and the probate court will just keep it open mm-hmm. until everything is sold and the lawyers all agree, and the, the probate judge agrees, and then the will will be closed. So they could just put a for sale sign on right now. Right. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. You and I could I, be attorneys. I just went through this whole thing. Oh, you so. did? Okay, then you certainly would have, uh, you would know. I'm the executor of the estate. So. Mm-hmm. Well, the, at least they're not fussing and feuding over it, so that's a good thing. And if she needs more definite answers, call the probate court down in Norwich. Yep. Thank you for that, sir. And the honorable judge who's named after a a uh, karate expert uh, will uh, give her the answer. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Okay. So I, I want to thank Larry for asking the question that I had mm-hmm. about the, you know, um, Joe Namath commercials and... I think she was being polite, but I, I think that she was um, certainly you're better off dealing with the senior resources and getting the information from them. I mean, it's clear if you have to give you your um, zip code that it's, a, you know, the states um, are involved in Medicare and Medicaid, I mean, in Medicaid and SSI, um, the Medicaid particularly. Um, it's the states that are involved in, in giving that out. So that's why you do it. And it's, so it's not Medicare. It's Medicaid. You know, I mean, just like in the beginning, Joe Namath, yeah, and I got this, I got this benefit and this benefit. No, you didn't. <laughs> you know, you know, you've got too many assets. You're, you're, you know, too much income. You didn't want to give um, them the benefit of the doubt? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I ran into Larry at Big Y, we had a nice chat about oh. about our um, our detesting of you know uh, our being proud of being MAGA Republicans. Bottom line, you know we're very 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 proud to be MAGA Republicans. Yeah, what's wrong with making America great? <laughs> I know I don't understand. Doesn't make you any know, sense I'm, whatsoever. You know I'm a I'm a good semi-Nazi, and you know all of that wonderful stuff that that we've been called. And we need to do something for our country, um, you know. And we need to have representatives to have a clue. I mean, even Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> oh, they shouldn't have, you know, shipped those migrants from Florida. They, could, they are needed to pick the crops. Excuse me, oh, if they're illegal, they're not good, supposed to be working. Good grief. You know, I mean, and plus, I think it's a racist comment. You know, I mean, if they want to call racism on everything, I'm going to call racism on stuff. If you're saying the migrants, all they're qualified for is to pick crops, that's racist. So, um, there, you know. I they think want to so, call too, but, you know, I'm not going to I'll become them and call everything racist, but the people that have been calling everybody racist, they should look in the mirror. They definitely, because if they're pointing one finger at you, four are pointing back at them. You got anyway, it. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it's supposed to be a nicer day tomorrow and Friday. So let's just hope so because it's, it's getting nicer now. I'll and, tell you right now, it's up to 64 degrees. It's getting nicer. So it's moving in the warmer air. Yeah, it doesn't feel like 64, I'll tell you right now. But um, that's good, though. We, okay. we want the warmer air. I know this morning was when I got up at 630, it was 50 something, which mm-hmm. was like 10 degrees warmer than it has been so it's good it's coming in anyway, have a have a great day bye you too would you like to uh, give us a call 
You uh, dial? Do people still dial? Or you can punch in or poke in or or just tell Alexa to dial it for you? I'm still a dialer. I like dialing. You know, it's got to get a little exercise, you know, the finger exercise. So if you'd like to uh, call us, it's uh, 860-889-5252. Don't forget our podcasts. If you miss any of our guests, any of the program, uh, you can go to WICH.com. It'll say Stu's Podcast, and you can move the little mouse all around. I wonder why they call it a mouse. Well, it could look like it looks more like a uh, a bat. It looks more like a bat. I guess people can deal with a mouse better. All right, eight eight nine five two five two. Let's see. Was there anything? I'm not. I don't like this chair. I got to get rid of this chair tomorrow. It's a really giant chair. See, somebody messed with my favorite chair and made it smaller. So I probably have to turn it upside down and. Do all the messing around with it. I should put a uh, sign on it. it. says, Stu's chair, do not sit. I don't know how that's going to go over. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Johnny Cake. They have a no-cost farmer's market at 9 a.m. every Wednesday. <clears throat> excuse me. At the Johnny Cake Center in Westerly. 23 Industrial Drive, Westerly. They provide... All services in cooperation with other agencies in service area to assist people through crisis situations and work with individuals to find a path out of dependency towards self-sufficiency. The Johnny Cake people. Great folks. I've brought a lot of things down to Johnny Cake and they work very hard volunteering there. And they deserve a lot of pats on the back. Are we allowed to pat on the back anymore? I guess we can still do that. All right, let's play a tune or two. Maybe I can get in a little bit of a comedy bit for you before we close out the program today. Our number, once again, is 889-5252. And here's a song. (laughs) This is my one billionth song that I've played in my radio career.
That's Jay Black with his version of uh, What Will My Mary Say? Uh, you know what she's saying. Welcome to the program. Oh, yes. It's me, Stu. Me, Stu? No, you're, you're Helen. I'm Stu. Yes, yes, it's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, once in a while, could you put uh, 18 yellow roses? Sure, I play it once in a while. You know that for yes. you. Can't you do that? It makes me remember my father was so happy to meet my, my two children and my granddaughter. Your father was so happy. Did he bring yellow roses? No, I say it make me, it make me think about my father. My father used to love to bring flowers to my mother. Oh yes, but it make me remember, you know, my father. If you put the, this uh, song, it's it's pretty. Well, you you grew up with a very nice family. If you, he was bringing your mom flowers. That's nice. Yes. So could you put that? Well, I'm almost out of time, so it would be tough today to get it in, Helen. All right, it's all right. It's two more. Okay, dear. Thank you. You're welcome. Flowers are so... They're hanging around longer this year, aren't they? Hmm? You notice? And we got warmer weather coming up next uh, couple of days. We'll have temperatures in the 70s. Zippity-doo, huh? Also, we've been playing a little bit of... Uh, some of the jokes by Henny Youngman uh, this uh, week. And we're also going to be putting on different comedians on our program during the 1 o'clock hour. Hey, a little old man gets hit by a car, and the cop puts him against the wall and props him up, covers with him in a blanket. He says to the old man, are you comfortable? He says, I make a nice living. <laughs> man walks into a doctor. The doctor says, you're going to live to be 60. He says, I am 60. He says, what did I tell you? <laughs> A little lady walks into a doctor. He says, get undressed. He says, lady, that's the ugliest body I have ever seen. She said, that's what my doctor told me. He says, what are you coming to me? I want another doctor's opinion. I think I'll tell a mother-in-law joke. I got a mother-in-law so neat, she puts paper under the cuckoo clock. I said to my mother-in-law, my house is your house. Last week, she sold it. Funny man, Henny Youngman, can listen to some of his jokes all day, but uh, tomorrow the sun will be out. Temperatures will be in the 70s, and uh, we'll follow it with you. One day you'll look to see I've gone, for tomorrow may rain, so I'll follow the sun. I was the one But tomorrow may rain So I'll follow the sun And now the time has come And so my love I must go And though I lose a friend In the end you will know Oh, one day you'll find But tomorrow may rain, so I'll follow the sun. Yeah, tomorrow may rain, so I'll follow the sun. And now the time has come, and so my love, I must go. 
Okay, it's looking up tomorrow. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Yeah, how you doing? Hello there, my friend. A nice day today. Not too cold. So how's your cold? Uh, A little bit better. A little bit better, huh? Yeah, it's a pain in the nose. I know. One day hot, one day cold. I know. Well, that's New England weather. Yeah. I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Look forward to it. Thanks. That's our friend Walter, who's been uh, listening to our program for longer than I've been on, I think. It's always good to hear from him. Hey, I'll leave you with a couple of jokes. You know, I want to leave you with a little smile today, huh? Now, here he is, your friend and his, Henny Youngman. Oh, that Henny Youngman. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so happy to be here tonight, even at this salary. <laughs> Two gamblers coming out of church. One says, look, it's hallelujah, not hialeah. A drunk walks up to a parking meter, puts a dime in, the arrow goes to 60. He says, yeah, I lost 100 pounds. <laughs> Say, a drunk is brought into court. The judge says, my good man, you've been brought here for drinking. He says, all right, judge, let's get started. <laughs> Two drunks walking along Broadway on New Year's Eve. One goes down the subway by mistake. He comes up to the other entrance. His friend is waiting for him. He says, where were you? Come to some guy's basement. He got a set of trains. <laughs> A stockbroker calls up a client and says, look, there's a new stock on the market called State Gallery United. Ten cents a share. I think you ought to buy some. He says, all right, pick me up 20,000 shares. We'll have a little fun. The next day, the stock goes up to a dollar. He says, you want to sell it? He says, oh, no, give me 20,000 washers. Goes up to three dollars. Give me 20,000 washers. Goes up to five dollars. Give me 27 dollars. Give me nine dollars. He says, sell me out at nine dollars. He says, to who? <laughs> says, a man loses a lot of money in Las Vegas. He's driving out of town. He is fed up. From out of the mountains, he hears a voice say, Go back to Las Vegas. Go back to Las Vegas. Well, he figured this is a good omen. He turns around, he drives back 80 miles an hour. He gets to Vegas, the voice says, Go into Caesar's Palace and gamble this time. So he goes into Caesar's Palace. The voice says, Play roulette. Put $2,000 on red. He does that. Black comes up. He loses. The voice says, How about that? I'd like to talk about my brother-in-law. I got a brother-in-law who's a karate expert. Joined the army. First time he saluted, he killed himself. (laughs) I got one brother-in-law. I wish he would learn a trade so he'd know what kind of work he's out of. (laughs) He gets the funniest jobs. Last year he was a lifeguard in the car wash. (laughs) Tells people he's a diamond cutter. Diamond cutter. Mows the lawn at Yankee Stadium. Always on a diet. Say, my wife got a new diet now. Coconuts and bananas. She hasn't lost any weight, but can she climb a tree? <laughs> she said she was a light eater. That's right. As soon as it's light, she starts to eat. 
She's tried Metricol, safflower oil. Now she's nothing but Limburger cheese and garlic. You can't get near her, so I'm a distance. She looks thinner. Thanks for the smiles, uh, Henny Ugman. Uh, they're old jokes, but they're still pretty darn good. Makes you smile. That's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. And I hope you will all be kind to each other. Hmm? Let's do something kind every day and things get a lot better. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310, 94.5, W233DB in Norwich. We're on AM and FM. It's now 2 o'clock.